At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What to do? We'll get to that in just about a minute, but now it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. And now, without further ado, my friend, my partner, the man with the brains of this outfit, the one, the only, get that red carpet out. Forget about the Oscars. He's the man. Brian No, how are you? Doing fantastic, Andy Furman. How you doing today, my man? How you feeling? I, I feel great. I feel great. And guess what? A new addition to our crew, VC, the one and only Vincent Close. He's with us right now. It's like a weekly deal, a new face every week. We, look, You know what? I figured it out. I used to be a downer. I used to say, you know, no one wants to work you? with us. No, no, no. no. People are on, they're waiting online to become part of this show. That's what <laughs> now, it is. I said, Andy, I think that our guy Vince, he's got the cadence He's got the voice, the inflection, the whole thing. He sounds like Jonas Knox 2.0. He really does. He's the package. He's the complete package. He really is. He really I think is. if he if he f- uh, filled in for Jonas this uh, these last few hours instead of Jason Martin, I don't think people would have been able to tell the difference. Let's hear him. They would. 
Vince, let let come say something. Say good morning at least. Hello, come good on. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we today? I love it. Tell me that doesn't it. sound like yes. Jonas. Tell yes. me that doesn't sound I, I like him. I think Jonas would be thoroughly insulted by that. I will take it as a badge of honor. <laughs> you should be insulted by that, no, not Jonas. I, take, I Jonah, I love Jonas. Jonas I is a great too. guy. I, I take guy. Jonas. I take that as a badge of honor to be compared right. to uh, radio radio stalwart. <laughs> and, and for a while, I'd say, hey, people are dropping off this show like flies. And now I realized I'm looking at the positive things. All right. People are lining go. up. They're taking like in the bakery when you take a check. Right. They're taking checks here, numbers to kind of line up to be part of this show. And I'm so the, happy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you get a check at the bakery. What you know, is that? The, you never did that. When you go to a bakery, there's a big line and they you pull that number and they say, say who's next? Who's next? You've okay. Seen yeah. That. Yeah. I right. see what you're saying. Yeah. At the bakery, though. The bakery, the Kroger, the supermarket, whatever. The bakery section of it, or, or the deli section. Of I, it, I never knew that at the bakery. Yeah, but uh, the bakery, like sure. the DMV. It's the take a number. Take a yeah, number. Yeah. Take a number ticket. Yeah. yeah. DMV. I never go there. What do you need there for? The drive. Yeah. You, that's where you get the numbers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Absolutely there. I get the numbers on the street corner. That's where I get my numbers, really. What's another story? I don't even want to know, man. I don't All right, know. We, we move on. <laughs> By the way, college hoops, center stage right now, Duke, Syracuse, and the thing that shocked me was like 35,000 people. How do you watch a game in a situation like that? I saw some of the, fi- the pictures. Guys were like sitting like 75 rows up, and they were watching the game on, the, on their phone. You couldn't even see. Mm-hmm. It was like running like ants running on a court. 35,000 packed in Syracuse in that dome. It's, it's amazing. It really is. But Duke comes out, 75-65. And, and what happened, the Big Z was on the bench. Let's hear this, your assessment on that game. Uh, well, I don't care about the game, um, <laughs> but as far as Zion Williamson goes, just the overreaction to a grade one knee strain, it was just mass panic throughout the entire week. Like he went down, right. it's like, he should stop playing college basketball. This is too risky. Like, here's my point, Andy. Who was going off about Cam Reddish playing last night? Who was going off about RJ Barrett playing last night? Those guys could be top five picks. How come it's only about Zion Williamson and it's nothing about them? If you want to take this to the extreme and talk about your lottery ticket and all the money that you stand to lose, but for all these people that are the bleeding hearts and completely panicked when it comes to Zion Williamson, why isn't that panic shared with some guys that could be picked right below Zion Williamson in the NBA draft. Well, let's remember one thing. The Duke situation way back in the summer, R.J. Barrett was the guy. R.J. Barrett was the man, not Zion Williamson. R.J. Barrett last night had a triple-double, scored 30 points. And, and honestly, this team is, is good You know, without Zion. They're tremendous with Zion. And they're probably going to be favored to win it all, or maybe Kentucky, whatever it may be. But I, I was shocked to see what they did in a situation that was somewhat uh, clouded because it was the first home game since the situation, you know, what happened with Coach Jim Beheim uh, after the crash. And by the way, we hear that. Jim Beheim on coaching the game after the crash. Let's take a listen to the coach. My decision to coach this game, all I can say is I felt the responsibility and obligation to my players, the members of my basketball team. I recruited these young men to come play at Syracuse University. They needed me to try to do my job tonight, and they understand I did this feeling fully the weight of the tragic accident 
and its impact on Jimenez's family. This is something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Coach Jim Beheim before the game last night. And by the way, for those who hadn't heard, Jim Beheim after the Louisville game the other evening uh, hit an, an individual, a 51-year-old individual on the highway and killed him. And I, I couldn't live with something like that. I, mean, I don't know how Jim Beheim's going to live with that. It's just a, a situation. And thank goodness, thank goodness, after I heard the report, the first thing I thought, I don't know about you, but the first thing I thought was alcohol was involved, but it was not. Well, one of the first things I thought was, uh, it, not so much with Beheim, but just like people being on their phones, driving on your phone, or imagine if that were the case, like it's going to look, let's just say you're on your phone and it, it actually doesn't impact the accident itself. It's going to look like it did. And right. you are going to be, man, you're talking about jail time, the whole nine yards. So it's, that's what I took from the Jim Beheim accident and the way it sounds where it wasn't like he was on his phone, the, it wasn't under the influence or anything like right. that. But it's a reminder of both. Like, stay off your phone. Don't drive, not just drunk, don't drive buzzed. Because even if Jim Beheim had a couple of pops and was impacted in any way, that factors into how this whole thing is assessed. Right. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Tweeting or on the phone, whatever it may be. But they say it was a very dark stretch of the highway. The man who was killed basically was out of his car. He was kind of servicing his car. And remember, when you have a problem with your vehicle, never get out of the car. You know, stay in the car. He was out of his car. And uh, that's basically what caused a situation where Jim Beheim couldn't see anyway, because I've talked to several people who lived in the Syracuse area. So that stretch of highway is like pitch black. You can't see a thing. So it's a terrible situation for all involved. And uh, I, I feel for Coach Jim Beheim, And I think maybe coaching at least for a couple of hours got his mind off that situation. But back to the big Z, Zion Williamson, uh, if those had not seen what happened, he planted a foot in reverse direction uh, against North Carolina the other night. His left sneaker collapsed, tore apart from the sheer, I guess, torque of that move. And now I'm thinking there's got to be maybe even a lawsuit against Nike with that sneaker. We'll see what happens with that, right? No. That's, no. <laughs> I'm thinking no. of the money angle. You know me. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, of that. That's, no, that's not going to happen. But that's the way it's being spun is, wow, the sneakers looked a little bit old. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's the way it's going to go. Uh, apparently, it's possible that Zion was wearing the same shoes the whole season long. Could be. And I, I mean, if you're Nike, that's the obvious way to spin it, right? Where it's like, hey, professional athletes, they sometimes change their shoes every three to five games. Sometimes they change them every game. But you mm -hmm. can't be wearing these same shoes the whole season long. You got to buy more Nikes, right? <laughs> that's, the, that's the obvious spin job. But no, there's not going to be a lawsuit. He's going to be signed to this crazy deal eventually with Nike. But this, again, I haven't heard you weigh in on this. This is the main storyline. What do you think about Zion? Do you think he should come back? What do you think he should do? Well, I think that Zion right now should probably think, take a couple of days off at least because Coach K says it's going to be a day-to-day -day situation. Work it out. And if I'm Zion, I don't play anymore. I mean, really, this is yeah. like a wake-up call. I mean, I wow. know there's a loyalty to the school. There's a loyalty to your players. There's a loyalty to, to the university that recruited you. And certainly, maybe in your heart of hearts, you say, look, I'm in college right now. I want to go out on top, and I want to win. But... All of a sudden now, I'm saying to myself, hey, maybe there's a reason why these football players don't play in bowl games that are meaningless. I, I don't want to damage my million-dollar career, and, and certainly I'm lucky that I got out of it unscathed to some extent. So I, I don't think I'm going to play. If it was me, I wouldn't play. What would you do? I would not Weak. play. I'd play all day long. Like, here's the thing. Like, the, the reasons for not playing, a lot of them don't make sense to me. 
where if you look at his injury, this was a non-contact injury. If he's not playing, he's still going to be working on his game. He's still going to be doing those exact same moves. So like that part of it where it's this freak out of, oh my gosh, look at what happened. Okay, yeah, if you look at what happened, he's still going to be doing those same things in a gym working on his game. It's not like he came down on somebody's ankle, you know, and rolled his or anything like that. That would make a little bit more sense. And the other part of this is like... Zion Williamson would have to suffer a catastrophic injury to for his draft stock to significantly slip. Agreed. He really would. We're talking like near amputation. We're talking just major injury. And while there's a risk of that happening, the risk is minimal for an injury to that extent. So he he's got to be the number one overall pick. Even if he tore his ACL, even if he I broke agree. his ankle. Right, and we saw that with Embiid and everybody else. It's happened in the past, but I will tell you this much. All of a sudden now, people are coming out of the woodwork, and it's all about the money. And certainly it is about the money, because even if Williamson has that simple sprain of his medial collateral ligament, which is, in fact, as you say, a minor injury that in a maybe perfect world might not even sideline him for more than a week, maybe two weeks, the risk of returning to a team that people are saying right now that doesn't pay him is the key right there. That doesn't pay. Well, he knew that going in. He's not going to get paid for playing in college. But now all of a sudden, the money factor's coming up there. And like all these people who are playing in the NBA, like Donovan Mitchell, who played for two years at Louisville before the Utah Jazz selected him, he tweeted the other day, he says, let's remember all the money that went into this game and these players get none of it. And now Zion gets hurt. Something has to change. He's pointing fingers at the NCAA and, this, and the, the NCAA situation with college and kids not getting paid. And it has nothing to do with that. It has something to do with Zion and his heart of hearts, how he feels, how he moves forward with this. If it was me, i say, you know what? I got out of it unscathed. I want to look for my future, period, end of story. Sorry, teammates. I know. I'm sorry. That's it. I'm moving on. I, I mean, look, as far as you bring up Donovan Mitchell, I understand what he's talking about. There are some cracks, and we've talked about it extensively when it comes to players not being paid and that factors in. I understand the thought process where it's like, hey, he's not getting paid here. He's risking millions of dollars when it comes to his NBA career. And he, so, and he realized that playing on an everyday basis anyway, before the injury. But, I mean, everybody yeah, realizes fine. that. But again, it goes back to people are exaggerating what the risk is. It's like they're channeling their inner Bill Walton with all the hyperbole. And just taking it in a different direction. This is like negative Bill Walton. This is like freak out Bill Walton mode where it's like these possible injuries and the risk. And again, as long as he doesn't suffer a catastrophic injury, he's going number one overall. So all of this like mass hysteria is so over the top and it's not realistic at all. Well, the point being the fact that if you've seen it or see the replay, if you hadn't seen it live, it looked a lot worse than it was. That's the key right there, because initially when I saw it, I said, "Uh oh, ACL. But it wasn't that I mean, it didn't come out to me as bad as we had seen it on there. And, and the fact that this guy has become somewhat of the face of college basketball this year, I think it's taken a new life. I mean, if anybody else had gotten hurt on Duke or any other team, you wouldn't have this attention as you would with this guy, who in fact probably will very well be the first pick in the NBA draft, hurt or not hurt. Well, look, man, the same argument that you're applying to Zion Williamson could be the same argument to Cam Reddish or R.J. Barrett, uh, because those guys could be top five picks. They most likely will be. Right. So 
For anybody who's like, you can't risk millions of dollars and their lottery ticket. And I don't hear that same argument being applied to those guys. I don't hear it being applied to John Well, they Moran. didn't get hurt. He might be a but, top five pick. No, that, that's okay. a foolish statement because they didn't get that's hurt. That's not a foolish Zion, statement at all. Yeah, but Zion it, did get hurt. He got a day-to-day grade one knee sprain. Let's hear from the coach. Me. The, oh, my gosh, he got hurt. He had a knee sprain that is the most minor knee sprain you can possibly have. Let's so let's not act like K. this was some major injury or something here. Coach K, tell us exactly what Zion is all about. Go ahead. He wants to play. He loves being a Duke. He, he doesn't like being injured. It's not an injury that it's an injury that you can get over in a shorter period of time. And uh, they're just a protocol that we have to go through to make sure that he's completely ready. And we're we're not going to rush anything. So that's why we say day to day, because it's literally day to day. (laughs) Okay, day to day. Look, I I hear you. It's day to day. It's an injury. And I say this. He got out unscathed. And I think it's going to set the light bulb off in his head saying, I got lucky this time. You know, next time it could be more serious than it is now, and it could damage my career. That's all I'm saying. And, I, and look, you're different. I'm different. I would, I would say, hey, enough. I got the warning sign. I, I got the, I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving on. My next life is going to be in the NBA, and I want to get money, and I don't want to damage anything with that. And you that's still why- can again. You still can. You're going to go number one regardless. Well, that's fine. Just go out, play, and compete. And tell really. that to the college football players that sit out of the bowl games. Okay, Again, tell them that. No, well, you're, comparing not apples to, you're, not, you're not comparing apples to apples. No, I am. Like, because it's money versus no, you're money. Not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Here's why, the, why you're why. not. You're talking about college football players sitting out lesser tiered bowl games. You're, you're talking about not the college football playoff. You're not talking about that. You're talking about the, you know, the Poland Weed Eater Bowl or right. whatever the, the equivalent the, the, the is the these days. Bowl. Like, yeah. we're talking about Duke still has a great chance to win a national championship. They're going to be a top seed. They've got a great chance to win it all. So the equivalent of where Duke is in terms of the NCAA tournament, that's like the college football playoff. That would be like Kyler Murray sitting out against Alabama in the college football playoff semifinal game. You're preaching to the choir. I hear what you're saying, but a game is a game and a guy's body is a guy's body. And I think at the end of the day, the guy could care less about how important one game is to another. Uh, How important one game is to another game. He could what? What about caring? He couldn't care less. Ah, there we go. But but honestly, (laughs) it's all about a guy's body and a guy's future. And and really, I understand what you're saying with the bowl games that are unimportant bowl games, meaningless bowl games. It's all about the health of the individual, not the game itself. But we'll continue. We'll see what people have to say about this because you can get us on Twitter with this comments. Okay, at the No Show, at Andy from at FSR. That's at the Noe Show. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. And this hour, Bronx Talk Radio with Sammy K. Hour number two, Bottom Barrel Betting with Vinny. Vinny's going to handle that. Hour number three, Alex Marvez, the Sheik. Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider, followed by Nose Picks. So we got it going for you today, but this is a real case of cheating. We'll tell you all about it next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Sugar, a little brown sugar on Sunday morning. Hey, the league that keep out of the news. You can't keep this league out of the news. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday, 24 past the hour. Proudly brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more where? At discover.com forward slash match. Limitations apply. Rocking and rolling with my man Brian No. How are you? How's it going? You feeling good? I'm good to go, man. How are you doing? I, I, everything's wonderful. Not, you know what? Everything's great, but it wasn't really a good happy ending for Robert Kraft. And I don't mean to do it play on words. I don't. I'm, you I, sure? I, come on now. Come on. I, that wasn't pre-orchestrated that just happened to fall in place well, like that? I don't like taking cheap shots. To guy. It's pitiful. He's a 77-year-old man, and I'm sitting here throwing darts at the guy. I mean, really and truly, look, this is really a case of deflated balls. That's what it is. The deflated wow. ball thing with Tom Brady, it goes to another level now. But listen, this Robert Kraft thing, here's the thing. I'm trying to help the man. I really am. If you really want to get a woman, 
You got all the money in the world. Send a car for her, get a hotel room, and get her in your hotel room. I don't understand why this guy's going to a massage parlor. Tell me. Misdemeanor for solicitation. Because he's a moron. That's yes. why. That's, that's, like, that's the only explanation. He's, he's worth $6 billion. Right. Like, what are you doing? What an idiot. I can't believe he did it. I really don't. Like, unless he thought, hey, it's, uh, I'm not going to get busted. Or th- the thought of getting busted never entered into his mindset. I don't know. It's the dumbest thing. There's no explaining something that's stupid and crazy like that. It's just a dumb move by him. I think it's a simple case of, hey, don't you know who I am? Like, in other words, if he would have gotten caught, which he did, and it's on tape, he'll talk his way out of it. Hey, I'm Robert Kripp. Do you know who I am? Like when these big rock stars or athletes get stopped by a cop for speed. Oh, do you know who I am? Right? One of those deals. But uh, misdemeanor for solicitation or prostitution, they say others are involved. And here's the thing, though. I remember uh, basically with Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, was suspended six games, fined like a half a mil following his arrest on drug charges. So obviously... Something's going to happen. He's got to face some charges here because the league has a personal conduct policy that team owners like players and coaches must abide by. So something's going to happen to Robert Kraft. Don't know, but something's got to happen. Guys. Yes. That was weird. I'm a rainmaker. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay. Huh? Got it. Uh, All right. Um, strange. <laughs> uh, Odd choice of drops, Sammy K, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Wow. As far as uh, Bart Scott, that's where I wanted to go. Bart Scott on WFAN. Did you hear about this? Bart Scott, former NFL player, he got on and he was like, the Patriots should lose their entire draft because of what Robert Kraft was busted for. That's the the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Are you kidding me? You brought up Jim Ursay. They got, the Colts got docked. Well, he got fined $500,000. Right. Um, And they also suspended him for six games. If you compare it to Jerry Richardson is a better example. Look at the former Carolina Panthers owner. He was fined $2.7 million and he was forced to sell his team essentially. Right. But that was inappropriate. That was for for sexual and racial um, improprieties essentially, right? Right. And they didn't lose any draft picks. You shouldn't lose any draft well, picks why for something should, like this. Why should players be punished for a, a moron owner? Now, in 2009, Bud Adams owned the Titans. He was fined a quarter of a mil. He made an obscene gesture to Buffalo Bill fans. So other owners have had problems. Eddie DiBartolo, suspended for 1999 season. DiBartolo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, a million dollars, I think, guilty plea for gambling. But we do have Bart Scott and what he had to say. So let's hear Bart. I might take the entire draft from them. It has to be something that cripples the organization. Because this is a black eye. You talk about conduct detrimental. I mean, what can be more detrimental than than the owner to face? You can't, listen, money can't hurt him. I'm just having trouble trying to figure out. Take their entire draft. What they could do to him. Take their entire draft. He has to be suspended for at least a year. You start at a year. I take their entire draft. I cripple the organization and I put him on sabbatical. He's just a Patriots that, hater. He's just a hater. Yeah, that's that, maybe that's part of it. If it was the Jets, if it was uh, the Ravens, I don't know, some of the teams that he played for, maybe you'd have a different take. That is, I understand that you want to stand out and you want to get some attention and all of that, but you shouldn't get it for saying moronic things. The entire draft gone <laughs> because Robert Kraft is an idiot. Are you kidding me? First like, of all, I, where's I the precedent? Yeah. Like, even start right. with one thing, Andy. Where's the precedent for just losing a draft pick? 
right? for doing something along these lines outside the lines, right? No doubt. And he, Let the alone the entire freaking right. draft. Are you serious? You said <laughs> that some people want to get attention. And I understand that some people wanted to get attention. But I don't think he wanted to get attention. I just think he's stupid. There's, there's a difference. I think that well, I don't, something I don't like that. I don't think he's stupid. I think that's a stupid comment. Like, there's right. a big difference. Well, he's stupid for two. saying it. Well, I think he's stupid for saying it. So it's a stupid comment. You're right about that. And it certainly it did get legs and had tremendous attention, but I don't think he meant it to go national and didn't realize at the time how stupid the remark was. But the precedent has not been losing draft picks. Owners have gotten in trouble, no doubt about that. And when they get in trouble, they pay the price, period. End of story. Separate that from the team. The team should not be punished for something stupid that an owner does. We had Kraft. We've had Bud Adams. We've had Jerry Richardson. All these guys did stupid things that got in trouble, and they faced charges. And Kraft may face legal challenges as well. Well, he absolutely will. And that's the other part of this where he's caught on videotape twice having paid for these acts. And he still categorically denies any illegal activity. I'm just sitting back waiting to see how this plays out. What's the legal loophole that you're going to try to wiggle out of this one? Based on, like, I, I want to see this because if you are caught on video paying for illegal acts, I, I really don't know what the play is to try to get out of that thing. I want to hear what the other names on that list are. I see like 25 other names. And I say this, thank goodness I was not in Jupiter, Florida. Well, they say <laughs> that there's a name uh, bigger than Robert Kraft. And so I'm curious <laughs> whose name that's going to be. Well, it's not yours. It's not mine. Maybe it's Vinny Close. I don't know. Could know. Maybe it's Iowa Sam. Maybe that's Ralph. You got to explain it to the people. That's our producer for today's show. For today's you show, know? right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. guest producer. But we'll see. Hey, you can get to us on Twitter if you'd like and make some comments. We'd love to read them at the No Show N O E Show at Andy Furman FSR or comments by phone are always welcome. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That translates to eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. It isn't a light switch. We'll tell you why next. But first, to our guy Ralph Irvin for the latest. Yeah, don't tie me into that, guys. <laughs> Even if it is just a misdemeanor that everyone's going nuts over. Any case, we go to the NBA on Saturday night where Golden State hosted Houston. No James Harden for the Rockets. He has the flu. Still, the Warriors uh, fall. 118-112. Eight Rockets played in the game. Five of them scored in double figures as Houston gets the win. Buddy Heald at 34 points. Sacramento, a 119-116 winner at Oklahoma City. The Kings, a game and a half out of the final playoff spot in the West. Chris Middleton and Giannis combined for 55 points. And Milwaukee went wild against Minnesota, 140-128. The Bucks are a game and a half up on Toronto in the Eastern Conference. Utah, solid right now in the West. They're trying to hold that spot in the Western playoff race. Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio each with 25 points, and the Jazz handed Dallas their fourth straight loss, 125-109. You need to make good choices with TrueCar. You've got a star in your roster, so when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar, True Cash Offer. It is not available in all areas. Zach Levine at 42 points. Laurie Markin in 35. Chicago, a 126-119 winner over the Boston Celtics. And how about Andy Furman's LA Lakers? They lost again to New Orleans. 128-115. Drew Holiday 27.7 Pelicans scored in double figures. But I'm sure you want to talk about somebody else from that game, right guys? Don't put me in that mess, Mr. West. 
Please. By the way, by the way, real quickly, what Ralph Irvin said right there, where he's like, it's just a misdemeanor. It what is. Robert Kraft is. Right, right. I get it. Like, it reflects poorly on him, especially. It f- reflects poorly on the NFL. But his right. point is valid, Andy. Like, at the end of the day, if we're talking about potentially them losing their draft, like Bart Scott said, it's a misdemeanor. You for, want the for draft something that for a misdemeanor? When the Crazy. NFL goes to Las Vegas in 2020, that exact act is not necessarily going to be punished by anybody. Well, isn't jaywalking a misdemeanor too? Jaywalking's a misdemeanor, and spitting on the subway in New York's a misdemeanor. So we'll see what happens. But they're not losing any draft picks. Are you kidding me? No, They'll be suspended no. six games for a million-dollar fine. That'll be it. it so it'll be something along those lines. Yeah. But I, they're not going to lose a draft pick, let alone their entire draft. <laughs> well, you, you talk about you know the Bart Scott comment about losing the entire draft. I've heard media people saying that it's a non-story, and the only reason it's getting attention no. is because Robert Kraft is good friends with Donald Trump. This is no. what I'm hearing. This is the spin no. I'm hearing from some media people, right? It is a story because, A, he's the face of the most successful team in the NFL. B, it's an right. embarrassment to that team and the league. You got it. It's a story. He's a main character. And believe me, when the other names come out who they claim are bigger than Robert Kraft, it'll get even bigger. It has legs. Right. Yeah, th- this isn't because of you know, President Trump and Robert Kraft's association with him. It's what you said. They've won six freaking rings. They're highly successful. He is a known man. So, of course, this is going to be news. It's going to be discussed. That's the way it goes. Like, take some NBA owners that haven't had nearly as much success but have a high profile. If this was Mark Cuban going to the Orchids of Asia, this would be a big story. If this was Steve Ballmer or someone that has a big personality, known, like, that would be a story. So it's not being talked about simply because Kraft is boys with President Trump. That's And you make a great point. They've had problems. Mark Cuban had problems with front office personnel with sexual harassment in the workplace. And what happened? He didn't lose any draft picks. He fired the guy, and that was the end of the deal. No, And Donald Sterling, they didn't lose draft picks. I mean, he lost his team, but that's the end of the deal. I mean, you can't punish the players for stupidity uh, on the part of an owner. That's it. Hey, Dan's in St. Louis. He wants to talk about Robert Kraft with Brian Noah and Andy Furman on Fox Sports Sunday. Hello, Danny. Hey, how you doing? Hey, 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 I really like you, Andy. But... Uh, Mr. Knowles, let me say this. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Dan. Hold on. Like, but, but. Like, like, just the way you're warming up to the Andy, I really like you. Now, but, here, no, to you, you rat bastard. Like, that's how it sounds, Dan. What's going on here, man? But but but, but this is the, that's the direction it's going. Let me say this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me say this. If a player hits a woman and stuff like that, he loses his job more times than not. Uh, you could take the uh, runner. Kareem back. Hunt just it, got signed. Kareem Hunt's uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Right. right. So. Okay. 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 But well, I, I would say through the things, uh, you could take the, uh, the 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 face of uh, domestic violence. Uh, the running back from uh, Baltimore. He was right. Who was. Past his prime and on his last leg playing-wise. If he's in his prime, he's back in the NFL, and you know that. Correct. Correct, correct. Okay, but let me say this, though. Mr. Kraft is the owner of the team, and he is he, he is supposed to – and he when he put down uh, uh, sanctions on the players, you don't bat an eye. When he does it, something needs to happen, though. Something what, needs so to happen. What, what needs to happen, in your opinion? What is it? Uh, 
I, 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 this is what I would do. What I would do is make him sell his team to, or turn his team over to his son and put him out the NFL. The reason why is because you don't want any of the other owners to be able to do something and get away with it. You're not going to be able to touch them money-wise. You're making a mountain out of a mole. Oh, my goodness. If this Jim is Irsay a misdemeanor. Like, right. Yeah, look at, the, look at Jim Irsay, what he was doing. That was a $500,000 fine, and he was, he was suspended for six games. Correct, correct. So, so let me say this, though. Let me say this. I, I, I will say this, though. As an owner, as an owner, uh, you cannot be hypocritical. You cannot find the players for doing misconduct. But as an owner, you, nothing happens to you. But you're comparing hitting that's a not, dom- not, hitting yeah, a woman right, domestic right. violence to a misdemeanor. Come well, on, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, yeah, that's the greatest point, Dan. What would happen if a player solicited prostitution and was busted? Is that the end of his career? He can't step uh, foot back in the NFL. You may not even uh, uh, hear maybe, the story. Maybe. Maybe. Andy, let, maybe. Okay, wait, 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 wait. No, his career okay, wouldn't let, be let over. Ask, let, let me ask Andy this question. Andy, Andy. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt, you sent the video, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and some people say, oh, that's horrendous. And other people say, not really. He, he he didn't really kick the girl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and let me say this. He he was facing. Time was out. Danny, Danny, let, let me, we've said this time and again. Talent okay. trumps trouble. There's a running back on the Cincinnati Bengals who broke a girl's face in college. He's playing in the NFL. Talent trumps trouble. Bingo. It's the end of the story. If you can play the game and you can help a team win, you're going to get a job. End of the story. As far okay. as Kraft is concerned, don't put him in the same ballpark as a guy with domestic yeah. violence. End of story. We've got to move on. Justin okay. Vance tweets us. He says the Patriots' punishment should be the entire organization has to watch the video. Believe me, they probably already have. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, the, Dan was very – he was like, Andy, you're my guy. Yeah. Love and, listening but, to you. Now, but, no. Let me get to you. No, like, <laughs> it's like I just Not don't real. follow his logic on no. this. I understand he's trying to make it a players versus owners type situation, but it's, but it's got to be apples to apples. Use the same crime. Don't use domestic violence or violence against women compared to soliciting a prostitute. Pair soliciting a prostitute to soliciting a prostitute, whether it's an owner or a player. Do what? you really think? Name the player that you want. You could name a lower tier player. You know, but as long as that player is productive, right, he's still going to have a gig if he did exactly what Robert Kraft got busted for doing. And you may not even have heard about it. I mean, sometimes I mean, I'm sure it goes on. Sometimes it just goes under the radar. If he's not a, a, a type one tier player, if he's a B player, you know, not a, a, a number one not a quarterback uh, skill player, you may not even hear about the story. Really, and it goes unnoticed. That's just the way it is. You know, uh, our guy, Ralph Irvin, gave the sports update at the bottom of the hour, and he talked about my Lakers. I don't know why they became my Lakers, but he said that my, my Lakers, they lose last night, 128-115 to the New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis, quote, rested in that game. L.A. had 23 turnovers, uh, now 29-30, and 30, and after the loss, LeBron James shared his thoughts on the team's lack of urgency. Listen to the King. When you've never been there or, or know what it takes to actually, you know, shoot for something like that, sometimes you're afraid to get uncomfortable. You know, so you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm not saying that's what what we are or as a whole. Kind of looks that way at times. That you know, sometimes we feel like we're afraid to be uncomfortable, kind of get out of our comfort zone, you know, kind of you know, have that sense of urgency, you know, from the jump, not be afraid to to actually go out and fail to succeed. Oh, LeBron doesn't look like it's going to be a playoff situation right now. But I'm going to ask you this, B. You know, you talk about urgency. 
I'm not so certain there's a good chemistry in that club right now, knowing the fact that they wanted to unload a half dozen players for Anthony Davis, and now LeBron's got to play with these guys. I think there's a little bit of a rough edge between players and LeBron right now in that club. I I, I just don't think they're very good. Like, that's the bottom line is when LeBron was out for 17 games, that had a bigger impact than the trade stuff happened, yeah. uh, had. Because, I mean, this team came out after the trade rumors and they played really well. They just had a big comeback win against the Houston Rockets, you know? So it's like pick a lane when it comes to the trade narrative and the impact of it. Because if it did have a huge impact, I don't know how they came back from 19 down against the Rockets the other night. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I, I just think it's they don't have the chemistry that they need. And that's what LeBron was talking about also was they're trying to find that because of that groin injury that had a big impact. So I think they're well past the whole trade rumor stuff. I just don't think that they're very good right now. And the chemistry issues with LeBron's injury, I think that's the biggest reason why. Well, I'll tell you something else. I mean, honestly, LeBron said the other day that he's ready to turn it up. I don't know if you could just turn the light switch on and off and say, okay, now I'm going to stop playing real hard. Why would you play hard every game? I know it's impossible and people don't. And, and there are some games that people just don't turn it on. But, you know, for him to say we're going to turn it on now because there's urgency to do so, I don't know if he could do that. I just don't think he can. Well, he can. He, the question is, can everybody else? Right. And yeah. as of right now, it's, it's looking like no. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think they'll be watching the playoffs with us on TV this year. They very well could. I don't like their chances. I don't think they're, they're going to make the playoffs because they're looking up at the Kings. Um, they're not far behind, but... Uh, uh, the Kings are playing some good basketball yeah, this they're season. They're about three and a half games behind the Kings right now for that eighth spot in the playoffs. They're just two. They're like two? the Kings are two games ahead of the Lakers. So, I mean, let's not make it sound like the Lakers <laughs> have no chance at all whatsoever. But they're a bad team on the road when you're twelve and eighteen on the road, and you've given up. This is nine straight games that they've given up at least hundred and fifteen points on the road. I believe that's the first time in Lakers history they've given up that many points consecutively. That's how bad their defense is right now. It's not good, that's for sure. Brian, no, Andy Furman, we're pretty good. We're here every Sunday, and there's only one place to settle a sports debate. We're going to go there next. Bronx Talk Radio coming right up. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and of course, Bronx Talk Radio proudly brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more where? At discover.com forward slash match. Limitations apply. Let's do it. Let's play the game. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio, hosted by the great Sammy K. Oh, oh, I'm passing kidney stones, <laughs> and I've named them Andy and Brian. Ah, oh, stings! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm better now. All right, I'm with uh, you, boys. I'm with you uh, for the long haul here. All right, let's talk about Zion Williamson, all right? Clearly, this guy, is a he's a beast inside. They need him. They need him inside. He's great in the paint. Yeah. If he's healthy for the NCAA tournament, he's got to play, right? I don't see this team going past the Sweet 16. Oh, they have to get about? past the Sweet 16 if they I don't have the Zion Stone. Williamson. You watch this team? What, 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 you're just figuring out that they got top five talent other than Zion Williamson? They don't have great three-point shooting. What's wrong with you? They don't have great three-point shooting. They need. They're a really good team without them, but they're an elite team with them. 
What are you trying to say? I'm you saying they, say? Are they, are they better healthy, than the New York Knicks? Are they better than the Knicks? That's what I want to know. Hell Can no. they beat the Knicks? No, they, no the Knicks need him, but they're not going to beat the Knicks. Knicks. Uh, right. yeah, no, 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 and they're not going to beat Kentucky. They're not going to beat the University of He's Kentucky. He's got to play. Game. These people are saying he shouldn't play. They're out of their mind. He's got to play. Yep. He went to Duke for a reason. He's got to play if they want to win. I win it He's all. He's got to play. He's got to play. So but he shouldn't play but if he wants to. Let me get this straight, Sammy K. Are you telling me that if no Zion, they don't get what? Past the Sweet 16? Is that what you're telling me? They're not going to get to the Final Four. I'll tell you that. Maybe they get to the Elite no, 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 Eight. No, no, no. You're they're moving not... the freaking goalposts on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you say initially, huh? If they Sweet fail 16. to get to the Final Four, it's going to all look like a, fa- a failure, no matter if they get to the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, the Round of Two, the Round of Four, whatever it is. It's going to look like a failure. <laughs> they need Zion Williamson. And he needs them. If he wants to win a national championship in one year, he's got to play. That's my take. I, I'm yeah. telling you. I well, agree, we knew that you, back you in October. You started off with the Sweet 16, and now you're talking about cutting down the freaking yeah, nets. Yeah, Duke right. fans would be disappointed if they did get to the Elite Eight. I'll tell you that. With him. With him. Well, yes, with him, definitely. Yeah, right. But if they let's, just get to the Elite let's Eight. Let's move on. You blew yeah, this what question. else do you got, Mr. Kidney Stone? Well, what else try is again. Second attempt. I really do want to know, though, are we really that shocked that his Nikes shredded like a styrofoam container? They're cheap shoes. They're it wouldn't cheap. happen if and they were expensive. Chuck- if they would have chucked Taylor's, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, you also roll your ankle in those, you know. Uh, what, uh, are you, are you, so you weren't surprised over it? What do you see that happen? Huh? What do you see? Those soles are glued on like with, that, with huh? horse glue. <laughs> They're glued on. Ter- to another freaking example. Huh? I never saw it happen before. What are you talking about? I'm just saying they wear out, so I'm not that surprised to see that happen. I'm really not. All right, let's really? move on. We got little time. Little time. Okay, third attempt. Should we get excited about the Houston Rockets? The Golden State Warriors have very few losses, but three of them are to the Houston Rockets. Have they finally found the code to hack the Golden State? They did it without James Harden on Saturday. It's amazing. No, no. There's, don't buy into this. This is the, don't buy into the Rockets. Is that what the Brian's saying? Warriors. Like, yeah, don't buy into the freaking Rockets. Here's the deal. This is what happens with the Warriors. They treat the regular season like a Tuesday night mercy date. That's what they do. They don't care. They're going through the freaking motions. Don't take anything that you see in the regular season and misapply it to what's going to happen in the playoffs. Play. I'll tell you, I got some false hope because I'd love to see CP3 win a title, but it ain't going to happen because Golden State's just laying back in the woods, and when playoffs come, they just roll you. They roll you in the playoffs. I could see it. They did lose at home, but, man, that's three losses, though, for, uh, for, for the Houston. It don't matter. It means don't nothing. matter one bit. I'm not going to believe the hype, then. I'm going to move on. All right, let's All right. talk about this. We got the Academy Awards coming yeah. up. Yeah. The Oscars. Is anybody going to watch? Has anybody even Hell seen yeah. the, the the top movies nominated? I haven't yeah. seen any of them, really, frankly. It's well, sad. you don't get out much, do you? I don't. I don't. Uh, well. I've seen four freaking movies that are up for best picture. I've seen A Star is Born. I like that movie. That I was heard good. good. I saw Black Panther. I seen Vice. I like I saw Vice. Ba- I hate Vice. Vice is great. I, didn't care for I it. love Vice. I like I'm it. not politically minded. That's my thing. So it really didn't resonate but with Lady me. But Lady Gaga is going to win. City. That was good. Lady Gaga and Star is Born. She's winning tonight. Right. If they want to make it shorter. We know the stuff with Kevin Hart. He was out for some reason. We know that stuff. But no host. Will it actually make it shorter? That's Quickly, the key to watch seconds. it. That's the key to watch the thing. <laughs> it's over by like 1 a.m. out in the East. Jeez. I like that you gave us three seconds to answer that question. (laughs) Oh, that's the three seconds. Oh, Some players are just spoiled. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And now, without further ado, it's my great pleasure and honor 
to introduce the hardest working man in show business today. My partner and friend, the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. Hour 2. We're rocking and rolling. Good to be with you here, Andy Furman, as always, on a Sunday morning. Yes. Lots yes. going on. Lots going on today. And now what uh, about we're fired up to talk about our producer du jour, Vinny Closer? Vince is with us today. Producer du- No, I'm not going to even ask him the question, will he be here next Sunday? I'm just happy that he's here today. That's all I'm saying. Doing a whale of a job. Filling yeah, right well, in. Pleased to have him. I, we should have tossed it to him during Bronx Talk Radio. Because I hear that he does quite the New York accent. Really? Like, it's right on the money. You Let's know? Hear Can we hear it now? <laughs> Let's hear it. So, I'm from New York. I, I actually cannot do a New York accent. So, um, when I'm scheduled to be with you guys again, I will make sure to do plenty of homework. I, uh, I've got HBO, so I'll watch lots of Sopranos. I'll uh, pull up Donnie Brasco, watch a little Godfather. Uh, go with Goodfellas because I know it's Fugazi, but when I mm-hmm. think of it, it's Fugazi, which is a hardcore band from Washington D.C. So yeah, next time mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be better prepared to uh, bring a little bit of the uh, New York heat. Well, Vinny, that you and I good. have something in common. We both don't have a good New York accent. You know, we we have to kind of hone up on that. Really, so I, I'll, I'll work on it. With I got you. plenty of studying to do. You have go. you seen Donnie Brasco, Andy Furman? Yes, I have. Do you like it? Uh, as far as those kind of gangster movies are concerned, I, I wouldn't put it up near the top. I think Goodfellas is the number one. Goodfellas to me is number one. I would agree with that, but uh, man, that doesn't a, sound was, like was, you got much love for Donnie Brasco over there. It was there. all right, but Goodfellas is like intense. Loved it, huh. really. Come on, make that coffee to go. Let's go. Yeah. It's fugazi. <laughs> it's a fugazi, really. But the, It'll be well, late you, to your own fu- funeral. You, you're laughing yeah. at me? What are you, what am I, a clown? Were you laughing at me? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, as far as lines and quotable stuff, like, it's clearly uh, Goodfellas, but you just make it sound like, yeah, Donnie Brasco's no, some it's all right. B-level movie. Yeah, No, no, it was it was a very good movie, but not okay. on the same level to me as Goodfellas. You know, I, 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 before we roll on here, because I want to talk a little bit NBA with you, because I know you love ball there. I want to, this thing with Robert Kraft is like in the back of my head spinning and spinning, and I got like these other storylines for Robert Kraft. Imagine you and I, that are players for the New England Patriots. We're in the locker room right now. You don't think like there's like jokes aplenty about Robert Kraft? Hey, I'm, you know, you're, listen to a role play. You're Gronk and I'm uh, I'm Tom Brady. I don't you, like where this is going at all. Say, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Gronk, did you see the video? I mean, really, I don't, that's happening. Don't you? Th- do you see that? Or, or is my imagination just running wild now? Well, I mean, they're not in the locker room right now. Right, it's the right. off season, but I mean, yeah, he's going to be the butt of jokes. This is a bad look <laughs> for the Patriots. Right. It's a bad look for the NFL. But here's the him. thing is like, there are a lot of people that can't be reasonable about the punishment. Like I got a tweet here from Blake. Check this out. Yeah. He writes in and says, it doesn't matter that it's a misdemeanor. You have to look at the big picture of this. He was involved with a human trafficking ring. None of those girls were, uh, were there by their own free will. The league should take the Patriots' compensatory picks away, which they had gotten two third-round picks. It's like, look, I totally get what he's saying about the human trafficking, and that's an absolute shame. If those girls are being held there at the massage parlor against their will, that's horrendous. That's awful. There's no doubt about it. What have to do with that? But but here's the thing, like Andy, there are a lot of people, they just can't, separate 
well, that's bad. Therefore, the draft should be gone, should be taken away from the Patriots. Or that was really bad, bad look for Robert Kraft. They should have two third rounders revoked. And it's like, no, no, it doesn't rise to that degree where you would take something totally off the field and apply it to on the field. Every time that you've had a draft pick revoked from a team, it's been for football-related things. It's been for Deflategate, and they, which was a joke, a complete overreaction, but that was football-related when they revoked picks. Bountygate, when they revoked a draft pick. Mm-hmm. It's football-related. This has nothing to do with football. Therefore, there shouldn't be something taken away in terms of draft picks that hurt them football-wise. Couldn't agree more. But let me go back to this human trafficking situation because I'm hearing this more and more now it's coming to life. What does Robert Kraft have to do with the human trafficking aspect of it? I mean, he went to a massage parlor and he went in there. He had no idea that these girls were allegedly maybe uh, held hostage via human trafficking. I mean, he didn't know that. I wouldn't think. I mean, maybe, but that's uh, why he's uh, getting busted, Andy. Like whether he knows well, he's it getting, or not. But he's getting busted because he went there and did something illegal because he he solicited right. prostitutes. But why? That's but a- why? Did they bust it? Because of the human trafficking aspect. They're trying to crack down so that Perhaps. doesn't go on. Like but So whether been, Robert Kraft is aware of that or not, it doesn't matter. He's doing something illegal, and their right. attention, the authorities, they, they put their attention on this situation because they don't want women to be held against their will. Correct. Human but, trafficking. But Robert Kraft on. still would have got busted if he went to a hooker on 42nd Street on the street corner that wasn't held by human trafficking. Would have been the same misdemeanor. That's right, but he might not have gotten busted because there isn't the same attention to stopping Correct. that problem. I get it. Okay. But again, all I'm saying is that he'll get suspended for six games. It'll be a million-dollar fine. They're not losing draft picks, nor should they lose draft picks. That's what's going to happen. Agreed. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So we move to the NBA. Free agency for the NBA gets rolling in July, but the noise was here this week. It's about Anthony Davis telling the New Orleans Pelicans, let me go. Let me go. And I say this is a selfish move. Turning your back on a team in this city. I understand, and I'm believe me, I'm 100%, 1,000% for free agency. I'm not against it. But it seems that former NBA forward Stephen Jackson agrees. And he said some NBA players are spoiled and they're selfish. And the system spoils them. Money spoils them. I'm not against free agency, but the timing stinks. Kevin Durant, he wasn't selfish. Of course he was. He was selfish. Russell Westbrook is not selfish. Kevin Durant was. The era of the super team, I think, to some extent is killing the NBA. So is that you or is that Stephen Jackson? Well, I'm confused. No, I, I, I read Stephen Jackson saying that some players are spoiled and selfish, and I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, really. When I'm hearing Anthony Davis turning his back on the New Orleans Pelicans, what can the Pelicans do now? You know, If they don't play him, they're getting fined by the league possibly 100000 a game, and, and they, they want to rest him because they trade him, want to get some value for the guy. I mean, they're caught between a, a wall and a brick, a, a brick mortar. It's crazy. It really is. Well, yeah, they're in a bad spot. Like, uh, but uh, okay, so so Anthony Davis wants to go to a team where he's got a better chance to win a championship, right? So what's right. the problem here? The problem like, is, is that there's no one in their right mind that's going to go to a Memphis, a New Orleans, a Charlotte, maybe even a Portland. Because if you want to win a championship, you're going to want to go to a big time city. You're going to go to New York, Golden State, Chicago, L.A. That's where you're going to go. It's the ruination of the Memphises and the New Orleans of the NBA. I, I don't agree with that because oh, Milwaukee has well, I know. the best They're, record in the basketball Oklahoma right City's, now. Oklahoma and, City got lucky too with Paul George. 
Right. And okay. And uh, Indiana is actually looking pretty good in terms of where they are in the standings. I don't think they're right. going to do much in the playoffs, but this thought of you've got to be in a major city that it doesn't make sense to me. Like you just mentioned, Oklahoma city, Oklahoma city has got a legitimate MVP candidate in Paul George. No who has just been it. killing it this season. Who was so it's not by big market, small market. It's not well, about that. And even Anthony Davis made that clear. He said that during All-Star Weekend where he's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a big market. I just want to go somewhere where well, I've got a better chance to win a championship. Yeah, initially he said he was not He was interested in Boston. Then he went backtracked and said, you know, everybody's in play as far as where he's going to go to. But all I'm saying is this. I mean, you look at the Milwaukee situation. You think that the Greek freak's going to stay there for the rest of his career? I doubt it. I doubt it very highly. I really do. But that's not, that's not the issue over here. The issue is that when guys come out and say, I want to be traded and I want to be traded now, that speaks volumes to a slap in the face to a city, to your teammates, and to the people that kind of support you in that town. What Anthony Davis did to me, the timing stinks. I understand you want to leave. I understand you want to play on a championship team. You want to get out of New Orleans for whatever the reason. But why now? Why announce it now? Free agency doesn't get going until July anyway. Because he was trying to get traded before the trade deadline. I understand. That's why. And he didn't get traded. And now it's what you're talking about. It's a mess. It's a bad situation for all parties. But that's why they didn't just come out. (laughs) Like if this was a day after the trade deadline and he was like, I want to be traded. Then you would have a point. But if it comes out before the trade deadline in hopes of being traded before the deadline comes and goes, right? Like that, that makes sense. He's trying to get out of there as soon as possible. But you know what doesn't make sense to me? And maybe I'm way off base on this and you'll, you'll steer me in the right direction. I get it. He wants to get traded. And I get it, the fact that there was a trade deadline. Why do you have to go public? Going public could only hurt you. It's not going to help you getting traded. If his agent well, goes I to agree the front with office. That. And, yeah. Oh, good. I, I'm if sorry, the, Andy. I didn't mean no, to cut you off. But, it's a fine. Yeah, but ahead. if the agent goes to the front office of New Orleans and said, look, trade deadline's in a couple of days or in a week, whatever it may be. Anthony really wants out. We're going to keep this quiet. We'll keep it under wraps. Just can we trade the guy? What, what's, what, what's the upside of him going public with this? To try to force a trade. <laughs> like, that's, uh. like, that's, the, that's the deal. Like, here's the thing. He tried to make it public so everybody knew about it, and it was hopefully going to help his chances. That was the play. It didn't work out. Now, what you're saying does make some sense where – if he didn't get traded, he would be in a better situation right now. The Pelicans certainly would be. The NBA would be. But to Kareem, Abdul, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talked about this on a podcast, and he said when he wanted to be traded, he went to the front office. It was behind closed doors. It was private, and it didn't get out. But in today's day and age, Andy, even if Anthony Davis does that, there's a great chance that it becomes public anyway. The media attention is just far greater now than it was in Kareem's day. No but doubt. But he had a point, and you have a point. And that would have made more sense and been a better situation if he didn't get traded, which is what happened. But that's not the way it went down, and it's a mess right now. Well, I agree with you that there's so many media outlets, podcasts, whatever it may be, and social media, it's, it probably would have gotten out. But I still don't understand how getting out in, in any form, media, electronic media, print media, whatever it may be, I don't understand how that helps his cause in getting traded. How does a story in, in, the, in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, USA Today, help him get traded? I don't understand that. I really don't. So I don't understand it, why well, you go I'll break public. i down for you. Please. This is why. When he went public and when, you know, everybody knew about it, there was this huge push by the Lakers 
to try to get him before the deadline because mm-hmm. the Celtics didn't have a seat at the table. They can't right. make an offer for him because they have Kyrie Irving on their squad right now. And until he gets a new contract in the offseason, the Celtics couldn't make a bid. They couldn't put together a trade package for Anthony Davis. So the Lakers were in the driver's seat. They could make the offer, and they did. They made multiple offers. So that's where it came from. And as far as Anthony Davis goes, like, is your situation dramatically different? I mean, really, the Pelicans, they're still going to take the similar course of action. They're going to reduce his minutes. They're not going to play him on the second night of a back-to-back. And it's going to get out anyway. So a lot of this doesn't even really matter. The way he handled it, he was trying, it was a full court press to try to get traded before the deadline. It didn't work out, and we'd still be in the same situation right now if he had handled it privately. I'm glad you cleared that up for me because it was bugging me. It really was. And and I I apologize to Anthony Davis because I was kind of, Banging him pretty hard. And and I like the kid. I really do. I watched him play at Kentucky, and, and I, I never thought he was that of an outspoken person, and he really was in this situation. And really, to be quite honest, he hasn't said much throughout the entire process. Yeah, he said I wanted to be traded, but it wasn't bad-mouthing New Orleans or bad-mouthing his teammates. He just said, I want to be traded. And, and, and Yeah, but the, the thing is, when he, when he came out all-star break and said, all 29 teams are in play. Yeah. That's pretty freaking disrespectful to the Pelicans. Come yeah. on. Like, we know that's not true. There's plenty of teams where you'd be in a worse position compared to the Pelicans. No so that's, about that's that. not yeah. exactly a ringing yeah. endorsement the of the Phoenix Pelicans. Phoenix Suns aren't in play, and the Memphis Grizzlies are not in play. <laughs> that I could promise right. you right there. But you and I are in play here, that's for sure, every Sunday. And you can get us on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show. Comments welcome at Andy Furman FSR. We'll read them, we'll retweet them, or 877 on Fox. That's our phone number 877-996-6369 now this hour Vinny's going to handle bottom barrel betting hour number three Alex Marvez the Sheik will be here follow that with Noah's picks but the price was high the results may be low that's next at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Blame the game, not the man. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 22 past the hour on Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're proudly brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. At the end of your first year, learn more where at discover.com forward slash match limitations apply. Rolling along right here on a Sunday with my man Brian No. And obviously, we got to move to baseball because it's getting ready right now. They're underway in Arizona and in Florida. And many Machado right now got a big payday. 10 years from the Padres, $300 million. And to me, I'm, I'm losing my mind when I hear this, not because of the money beat, because the Padres were 66 and 96 last year, eight straight losing seasons in a row. Last year, they signed a free agent, Eric Hosmer, for uh, 144 mil for eight years. It doesn't work. There's something wrong with that system in San Diego. And you need pitching in baseball. It's as easy as that. You're not going to win it all with Manny Machado, who's a guy who never runs it out anyway when he hits a ground ball. So there's something wrong here, and I don't think the fans are getting too excited. Really, I mean, here's a guy who's a four-time All-Star with the Orioles at shortstop, last year at 37 home runs, and really, I think the NBA free agency superseded the signing of Manny Machado this week. I know base. I know baseball is not you. It's not in you. Uh, so, it's not sorry, in your sorry, Andy. Sorry, I, it's not in your sorry. wheelhouse. But it, but we, my bad. It's sorry, here. it's here though. <laughs> I dozed off for a second with the I, uh, baseball talk right there. But uh, okay, fine. Uh, yeah, this is a three hundred million dollar deal. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. The yeah. Padres have a great farm system, you know. So they're trying to make a push for it. And I think the interesting part of this is. 
We're talking movies a little bit earlier because the Oscars tonight. You ever see the movie Butterfly Effect? You ever see that one? No. It's not that great. You're not missing a whole lot, Andy. But uh, the concept I like a lot where if you change one thing, then all of these other changes might happen as a result is the basic Mm -hmm. idea. It's the premise of the movie. So if you apply that just to the city of San Diego in terms of sports, if the Chargers were still in San Diego, is is uh, Manny Machado a Padre right now? You know, I find that to be very interesting because I think that had a major impact on the Padres thinking, hey, we can be San Antonio, you know, kind of like how the Spurs are to that city. Uh, so let's make a push here and get Machado. Think? That to me is interesting. So you, as far as Machado you, going there, it's, you know. You're telling me if the Chargers were still there, they wouldn't go after him. Is that what you're saying? I think there's a much better chance that Machado is not a member of the Padres if the Chargers are still playing in San Diego. Yes, you see, I, I disagree that. because I think if you're fighting for the entertainment dollar and you sign a big name with the other team there where you're fighting for, then there's more of a chance of being there. There's, there's, there was no need for him to be there now because they own the city. They're, they're the only show in town except for the San Diego fleet and the AAF. But they want, that- it to be, they want it to be a, a destination city, which it already is in terms of vacationing. But they right. want to make it even more attractive. They've literally come out and said, look at what San Antonio has with the Spurs. And they have the Riverwalk and they've got things to go there and see. But when you have the Spurs in town, when they're winning championships left and right, there are people going there to check out the Spurs and then in turn check out the city. Well, I'm, so I'm that's gonna... their, their thought process. And I think it absolutely does apply. I think I'm it factored quote, into their thinking. A quote of Brian Noism, okay? You talk about apples and oranges, and this is apples and oranges because the Spurs are champions, and they have been champions. What, they won yeah, five and the Padres rings? are trying to be. Yeah, but they haven't won. They haven't had a winning season in eight years. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're trying to be. I think it be. does. Because I think <laughs> no, that that's, it, that's why. That's like why they're overextending themselves to get Manny Machado is because they haven't had a great past. Well, and because I they're understand. trying to be better than they right. have been. That I get. Okay, but I, I don't understand why they would go after him more so now than if the charges were in town. But I just but, explained it. Like well, you can no. disagree with the thinking. Well, I do. I but do. to say that it doesn't apply, like they've expressed their own thoughts, so you can agree with it or disagree with it, but to dismiss it, that's not one of the options over here because well, got, this is what got, they're saying. I, I got some evidence, some evidence for you, if I may. Okay, in Cincinnati, we've had losing seasons with the Bengals and the Reds. All of a sudden, now um, a major league soccer team has come on, and they've been really taking the city by storm. Why? Because people want to go to a winner, and they want something new and refreshing. And it's, I, I guess, the, the just the newness of it is a honeymoon period. What did the Reds do this year? They signed Yasiel Puig. I just think because of the soccer team maybe eating into the ticket base and the entertainment dollar of the Cincinnati Reds, the Reds had to, and they were forced to, get some names, some names on that roster to get people back inside the stadium. And the Yossiel Puig is one of those names. That's just my take on that. Yeah, I'm struggling teams are going to overextend themselves. That Absolutely, it happens. Um, but I'm telling you, if uh, it's something to consider. If okay. the Chargers were still in San Diego, there's a better chance that Machado is not there. Okay, and, and really? I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that right there. But 
To me, I think the biggest story is not that. The biggest story is that there was more news and more discussion on Anthony Davis, and free agency is not even until July in the NBA than the, than the signing of Machado in San Diego. Why is NBA free agency more popular than baseball free agency? That's because what I'd like to know. basketball is more popular than baseball. This isn't a you said brain it. teaser over here. You know, you know, and in some circles, in some circles, I think people will disagree with you. No, I I agree with you, and I think that baseball right now is I don't, I don't falling care off what the some map. Circles are like there are some people that would disagree with me saying basketball is more popular than hockey. There are going to be some diehard I hockey understand. fans that's no, no, it's no, it is like the overall numbers, the ratings. Basketball is more popular than both baseball and hockey, not combined, but. You know, if you compare those sports, it could be yeah, combined. I, I maybe I, I doubt it, but like, the point is, I don't care what pushback there is. Those people that are pushing back are wrong. Like the, well, the numbers agree. are better for the NBA. Sorry, because basketball, in my heart of hearts, has now become a national sport. Where baseball, to me, has become a regional sport, and hockey's a regional sport. Because if your city does not have, look, you live in Portland, Oregon, you don't have a major league baseball team. I would venture to guess that on the eleven o'clock newscast, they don't even give major league baseball scores. There's no need to. No one cares. There's no baseball team in Portland. Well, they do because there are Mariners fans around here. They follow them from afar. So that's the the regional team, you know, but right. it, whatever, you know, like I'm starting to doze off with this baseball talk, Andy. <laughs> I, I mean, you really, look, I, I'm not, but you're a Cardinals fan and you do follow I baseball and you, enjoy, and you enjoy baseball. I enjoy baseball too. I just don't think there's a riveting interest in either one of our hearts with the game of baseball for the weather reason. Look, I don't think look, no, the no, excitement's no, no. there. The like I enjoy baseball. It's just it's it's bad radio. Like that's what the bottom line is when it comes down to baseball. Like there are very few topics that are worth discussing. Really? That's what it comes down to. I agree. Uh, so hockey as well. The, Hockey's bad radio. Right. Like there are sports that I enjoy. I like I was watching this is a, a stretch in terms of a sport, but I was watching um Cornhole on ESPN the other night. I'm not right. going to come on the radio and talk about it. You know, I'm not going to break right. it down. There aren't any interesting angles to it. And so with baseball, yeah, there are things here and there to talk about, but man, in terms of producing topics, it is not no, a good I, I thought that I thought that 300 mil signing as opposed to the Anthony Davis interest was an interesting topic. I thought that was so because to me, this is almost the beginning of the baseball season where base basketball has free agency in July and basketball kind of blanketed the, the baseball news. And that, to me, baseball should be worried. They really should. I mean, this is a sport that once claimed that they were the national pastime, and now I think they're falling off the map. They really are. For whatever the reason, slow, too long, uh, foreign players, you name it. It's just, there's so many factors, really. Uh, I just, you can't put your finger on one, but there's just too many factors why this game has been falling off the interest level. And, and the demographics of fans have been probably the age of 45 and up. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's all, all legit. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, no. There's a lot of, if you compare it to college basketball, college basketball is very popular, but when football season is around, the interest isn't as high. And right. I think that baseball is similar. There's some great storylines in the postseason. There are things worth talking about, but for the regular season, 
It's just not sexy. It doesn't produce a whole lot of things that you could talk about right now on a national level. If you're in one of these baseball thirsty cities, if we're doing radio in Philadelphia or Chicago, or so, right. yeah, we could talk a lot of baseball. But for what we're doing and it's national, no. I agree like, it, with you. It's really not on the list. I, I couldn't agree more. And I look, uh, if you're going to grade this segment, we'll probably give it a C because it's baseball. I thought there was some legs to it simply because... You know, the, the the factor of basketball, Anthony Davis, was bigger than Manny Machado. That's all I'm saying. That that was the comparison. Am I talking about the sport of ba- uh, am I talking about the sport of baseball? Not in particular. I'm talking about what what one sport overshines another sport and how they do it. That's all I'm saying. We'll move on. Brian, no, Andy Furman, wake up, wake up, please. Here, Fox Sports Sunday. We're going to tell you what a leader should do. That's next. But first, to our leader, Ralph Urban for the latest. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. And, of course, we do start with the NBA. Houston playing at Golden State on Saturday night. And no James Harden in the lineup. So, you know, that was a bad thing for Houston. Harden sitting with the flu. No, in fact, they went out and started the game on a 15-0 run and beat the Warriors 118-112. Eight Rockets played, five scored in double figures. Chris Middleton scored 28 points, leading Milwaukee past Minnesota, 141-28. The Bucks on top in the Eastern Conference. Indiana had seven players scoring double figures. They won in Washington, 119-112. Utah holding their spot in the Western Conference playoff race. Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio, each with 25 points. Dallas, a 125-109, or make that Utah 125-109 winner over Dallas. How about Atlanta handing Phoenix their 17th straight loss? Thought the Knicks were bad. Phoenix might just be worse. 120-112, the final four, the Hawks win. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The AAF Week 3, halfway done now. Salt Lake finally got their home opener. They beat Arizona 23-15. Orlando is 3-0. They were 21-17 winners over Memphis. Wins on the college hardwood for number one, Duke. Number two, Gonzaga. Number three, Virginia. Number four, Kentucky. Number five, Tennessee, though. Their second straight Saturday with a loss. They fall at LSU in overtime, 82-80. to Now, we'll be back to Andy and Brian in 10 seconds. But first, a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now let's get back to Andy Furman and Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Ralph. See you in about an hour, but sometimes it's best to keep quiet. I'm not talking about you, but we're going to tell you why in just about a minute. About 33 minutes past the hour and bottom barrel betting in less than 10. And our guy, Vince Close, has a tweet. Is that correct, Vinny? You no, t- Brian had a tweet. Oh, I thought you had one. Okay. No, Brian, I was giving you the heads up. Brian's got a tweet for you. <laughs> All right, I, I already you got did. to it, so we're good. <laughs> All right, we move on. Now, let's talk about NFL. You can't go wrong with the oh, NFL. Oh, there's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Andy. I dropped the ball on that. It's my fault. I, I forgot there was another one. Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy checks in and says, oh. he's got a, a GIF. Do you say GIF or GIF? I go Team GIF. What do you say, Andy? GIF. Well, listen to Iowa Sam off the top rope. What do you say, Andy? GIF. It's always been GIF. It's GIF. It's always been GIF. I, I love GIF. how uh, I thought the creator said GIF. Did he not, Iowa? Yeah, he said it was always GIF. 
I don't know. It should be GIF, so I go GIF. Anyway, Mr. Nice Guy, he That's peanut butter, Andy. There's a GIF (laughs) of um, Donnie Brasco, the movie. Right. And he checks in and he says, the book was better than the movie. Really? Who are these people that keep saying, I want to, literally, I I don't know if there's ever a book, just for me personally, that's been written that I would deem better than a movie where I can just sit and watch a movie versus reading a book. That's just me. I would much rather watch anything compared to reading it. How do you come out on that? I couldn't agree more. I mean, I I never read the Godfather book, but I enjoyed the movies. And I don't plan on reading the books either. So you got something. I I think viewing is way more interesting than reading. Uh, Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have Academy Awards for books. (laughs) Yeah, they do. It's called a Pulitzer. It's it's a Pulitzer. But they don't have an award show. Right. Well, that is true. That would not make any sense. I will will tell you this. The, uh, The book Bringing Down the House which is about the uh, card counting in Las Vegas where the uh-huh. blackjack way way better than the movie 21 with Kevin Spacey like Ooh, hands wow. down way whoa. better whoa like, 21 was a great movie no that movie was trash no this way compared, great movie. compared to the book compared to the book that movie was trash Barbie. they had uh, was Barbie. it um I think they did a 30 for 30 podcast. Is it the same thing? Did it have Phil Ivey involved yeah, in what you're no, talking about? No, 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 no. That's a different thing. This was, different the M- this was the MIT students that went to Vegas. Like they were basically oh, a right, math right, club. Right, right, right. I remember now, that. The yes, first yes. thing with the movie that they get wrong is there, it was all Asian people <laughs> that, were, that were from MIT. In <laughs> the movie, it's it all the... white people. I think yeah. they have one Asian person. Like, wow! I, I, yeah, there I, was, like, well, and, there were two Asian people. There was a guy and a girl on the team. Yeah, but they also had a, a white guy and girl on the, the yeah, four person it, it, team. As far as I remember, it was all Asian people that were part of it. And, and like, what's the name of the book again? It's bringing down the house. It is the right. book is phenomenal. They go a deep dive into exactly how they do all the card counting so now, and like the got me. intricacies. Got me it was a great book. I may I may get that book. That sounds good. The only drawback yeah. is you got to read it. That's okay. Get the audio book. They might have done an audio book. <laughs> go to the toilet more often. Not much That's of a book guy, uh, Brian? No. Uh, Can you tell? But you, you read, though. You read articles. Read. You read sports yeah. articles. Yeah. I read a lot, but uh, books, I don't know. I, I guess it's just because of the, the time that it, it you know, you got to spend a lot of time to read through you it. You got to the bathroom. Just leave the book in the bathroom every time you go. You pick up the next chapter. That's all. Yeah. There you go. We move on. Okay. You can't go wrong with the NFL, though. It's not a book, but it's the NFL. And we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger, the face of the Steelers. He's a quarterback. Most quarterbacks are the face of the team. And the general manager of the Steelers, Kevin Colbert, called Big Ben the unquestioned leader of the locker room. And this, to me, is like the GM kind of folding his net with Big Ben, because after Week 12, when they lost to Denver, Ben said on his weekly radio show that A.B., Antonio Brown, should have run a flatter route to the goal line, and he said that he wished he had thrown the ball to Juju Smith-Schuster instead. To me, I mean, Big Ben, keep your mouth shut. I, I have never heard of a quarterback just throwing any player under the bus publicly uh, uh, alone on a radio show. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. What's the upside of Ben Roethlisberger doing this unless he totally despises Antonio Brown? I, I well, don't get it. The GM, Kevin Colbert of the Steelers, is out of his mind he's for weak. what he said. Like He came out, and you're alluding to it, Andy. He's talking about Big Ben calling out some of his teammates, 
And he's like, that's fine. He can call me out because he's essentially a Super Bowl champion. Whoa. And no issue. Keep doing it. So not only is he saying, that's fine. Keep calling out your teammates, which doesn't work publicly. This is different than on the sidelines and it's man to man. You're going on the radio airwaves. You're going on a TV show. You're going behind their back and calling them out. It's a completely different dynamic. And this GM, Kevin Colbert, is going to one, sign off on it. And two, encourage more of it. Right. He's like, right. don't just stop there, big bit. Start calling me out. Just start calling everybody out. It didn't help. Look at the situation with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown got his underwear all bunched up because Big Ben partially because Big Ben called him out after that Broncos game. And he should be and- upset. Really? Fine, yeah. You, but- you got a problem with me? Talk to me privately. Don't go yeah. on your radio show and do it. Yeah. And, and- you had Antonio Brown come out, and I agree with him in the tweet. He said that Big Ben has an owner mentality where he's just going to call anybody out. and like That's what he has. And ownership, the front office, is going to encourage it? Are you serious? This is like a parent whose kid is acting up, and not only do they say, do they not say, knock it off. They're like, hey, do more. How about this? You could, uh, have you considered doing this? How about you, uh, you know, throw your cereal on the floor? Huh? You didn't think about doing that, did you? Yeah, keep doing that. Like, what are you doing? Kevin Colbert is out of his mind over here. You know, I, I've been in enough locker rooms, and so have you over the years, when you see the sign in many locker rooms, it says, this is what you see here, what you say here stays here. That's basically a premise in many locker rooms across the country, high school, college, and in pro. And I don't understand what Ben Roethlisberger gets this, but I guess he's got the green light from ownership, so he's going to go ahead and do it. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals do not permit their players to even have a radio show, maybe for reasons like this. This does no good whatsoever to anybody on that team, and that's why that team is a mess. Like, when did the Steelers become the Bengals? Really? Like, this... Like when the the calendar struck 2018, the Steelers are like, you know what? Let's just be the Browns. Let's let's just be the Cincinnati Bengals. I can't believe with all the talent that they have that all of these storylines are going on still. Like with Le'Veon Bell not only holding out, but the teammates crushing him publicly and criticizing him. And that would never, ever happen in the Patriots locker room. Right. Never. Who's to, who's to blame? Is that Mike a lot Tomlin's of it fault? is ownership, and a lot of it's Mike Tomlin. It's the front office, Kevin Colbert, Big Ben. There are numerous fingers to be pointed. It's just weak leadership all around in the Steelers. It's terrible. No, it's te- it really, and I call it DD, diva distraction. That's basically what it is, diva distraction. I, um, I'll call it, what should I call it? Um, uh, what should I say? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of, D, what did you go with, DD? DD, diva distraction. You call it, you call it um, I'll call it DS. DS? Dumbass shenanigans. <laughs> I like that better. There we okay, go. There we go. Brian, no Andy Furman, who have a new host with an old game. Bottom barrel betting. It's freaking next. Can't wait. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Bottom barrel betting coming right up at 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. we got a game to play. What are we waiting for? Let's do it! You got that thing for me? It's bottom. Oh, no. You thought you was late. Barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, and yet another new face and voice. Today's host, Vince Close. Hello, Vinny. 
What's going on, guys? How are we this morning? Great. Doing great, doing great. Have you ever, do you ever do segments with Jonas Knox where it's you and him just talking back and forth? Not really. I mean, no, actually we do. We, uh, we do Do You Care? Where Can I go people down tell you the, guys uh, apart? I, I honestly, I have, you are the first person to ever make that comparison between Jonas and I. I, I don't hear it. He's, oh my gosh, dude. Like you have the same cadence. It's uncanny. It's, I, I'll have to listen more closely because uh, I, I just I just don't hear it, and I think Jonas is a much much better speaker than I am. So you can light me on fire with no hose. You can I hear a little bit. I hear a little bit. No hose. You hear it right, Iowa? A little don't bit. You, Andy, you hear a little, a little bit a little there? Bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's interesting. Vinny, don't worry. They still got time to get rid of it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Let's get to the uh, last week. So, um, Brian, unfortunately, two and two for you. And uh, Andy, the big winner of the weekend, going three and one. Wow, look at that. Yeah. It's about time. It's about time. So, right? we got uh, a. Not even a congratulations, but that's okay. He's my partner yeah. and friend, but it's okay. Good job there, Andy. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So, you this week. Nothing. <laughs> this week, we got uh, number 10 Michigan State. Facing number seven, Michigan. Michigan is a four-point favorite. Who do you got, guys? Go ahead. I'm going to take the dog in this one. I'm going to go Sparty. I I know Michigan's having a good season, but uh, Sparty's still a good team. Walton has let me down a couple of times this season, but I'm going to take the points and go with Sparty. I got the Wolverines. The Wolverines. All right. I got a question, though. I don't understand how (laughs) this Michigan State-Michigan game could be in bottom barrel betting because bottom barrel betting should be the dregs of games. But this is a pretty high-profile game, but that's okay. Well, it it was one of two games, and uh, I did not know it was supposed to be the dregs. Well, bottom barrel. I will do a better job next time. So uh, moving on to the NBA, another one that is not of the dregs. We got the Clippers at the Nuggets. The Nuggets are a 10-point favorite. Who do you got? I take the clips in this one. I take the clips. Paper. Now clips. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points here. Really? Nuggets are playing good basketball. They're a good team. They're a better team than the Clippers after the trade deadline. Right. And I think the Clippers they're trying to get out of the the playoffs so they can keep their first round pick. So uh, I think we're looking at blowout city over here. I got the paper clips. All right. So finally, we got two more for you. We got yeah. the Birmingham I- Birmingham Iron. At the Atlanta Legends, over under 40. Who you got? Ooh, go ahead, B. Um, 40 is a low total, but uh, Birmingham doesn't score a ton of points, and they've been playing good defense. So I'm going to take the under here. That line, that's really low, and when it gets that low, I start to smell a rat, you know? So I'm yeah. going under. Yeah, I'm going to go under because I think the, team, the only team that scores a lot of points to me is Orlando. So I'm going to go under, under the 40 deal. All right. That's nice that you're still following my lead over there, Andy Furman. <laughs> I did it one time. One time. This is the only one today. But you know what? Who won last week, big boy? Who won last week? That's because you thought on your own, you know? You I did one I, I did one thing that you did, okay? I like the, you want me to take the over? I'll take the over. To make you hide. Should I take the over? <laughs> Give me the over. Do what you want. I'm just Give me the over, okay? Look I'm locking it in. We're going with the over for I'll Andy. I'll go the over. Let's lock it in. All right. All right. Last game. The Last San game. Antonio Commanders hit up the San... Who? Are, the, yeah, who? <laughs> are at the San Diego Fleet. The Fleet are favored by minus two and a half. 
Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first because you'll think I'm copying you. So I'll go okay, first. Go. I got the fleet. I got San Diego. I am Mr. AAF, as you know, Andy I Furman. can tell. I can tell. I cannot miss. And I'm taking the points again. Dogs are barking with the commanders. I was watching some of the San Diego fleet, and they came through for me last week. But it was a, sh- a shaky performance. I don't think that they cover the spread today. I don't think it's happening. If there is ever a week that I wanted to win this freaking game, it's this week. <laughs> Believe me. You got, my, you got me riled up pretty good. I want to win this badly. I really do. Just to put it in your face, that's what I want to do. But he should be fined and suspended. And Brian No and Andy Furman tell you why. Where? On Fox Sports Sunday. Next! There was no injustice here. That's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it's that time. It is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and away we go. My pleasure to introduce my partner, my friend, the brains of the outfit. Roll out the red carpet. The hell with the Oscars. He's the man himself. Brian No in the hour of power, the power hour. Hello, B. What's up, man? How you doing, Andy Furman? Um, you going to be watching the Oscars tonight? Yes, yes. Really? Me and the wife will be. I, I love the Oscars. I really do. I, That's I, I'm cool. going to be a little upset. I'll be, actually, I'm curious to see how they do it without a host. I kind of like when Billy Crystal used to host it, but you know, we'll see what happens tonight. I don't know how they're going to do that, but I, I just think it's ridiculous not to have a host. How do you not have a host? Uh, yeah, I think that's weird, too. Iowa Sam was telling me there's precedent for this. When was the really? last time? It was like 30 years ago or something this has happened? Really? Tell I, me. I think like 1983 or 1984 was the last time they actually did not have a host. Um, I was not of this earth, on this earth, to witness it. But <laughs> um, of this earth. Yeah, I was I like not it. I was not uh, yet on the earth to witness right. that. But You were uh, a twinkle in your dad's eye. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know how it's going to work, but they're hoping that it'll uh, cut down on time and clunkiness. Or maybe it'll be too clunky. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's lame. If you get a good host, I think that adds a lot to the event. No doubt. No doubt. I got to play something for you real quickly, Andy. Building on this thought, this was Please the do. NFL Honors you know, the award show just from what earlier this month, right? Right before right. the Super Bowl. The night Steve before. Harvey was hosting it. And the uh, opening, what do you call it? A monologue? Is that right? When you, I, you're I telling guess, the yeah. jokes at the beginning, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But he said this about Baker Mayfield. I thought it was hilarious. I love everything about Baker Mayfield. I like the fact that he's, he danced, he got attitude, got swagger, and he got two black names. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. That's Nita Baker's nephew and Curtis Mayfield's pale cousin. Baker Mayfield. That, I, like, I like that type of stuff. I think that's funny. I agree you with know? you. know, there's no hoes, no better jokes. He, be, so we're better just getting he right say into it. it. It's boring. But better he say that than you or I say that, though. Well, fine, whatever. But that's funny. I, I, that's a funny joke. And I don't understand you, how you Steve like Harvey... Joke? I, I did like it. Okay, I I, I, I chuckled. Great I joke. chuckled. However, I like to know how Steve Harvey gets all these gigs. He must have one hell of an agent. I mean, oh, he's man. all over he's the place. Everywhere, right? He's everywhere, right? He's on. And he even screwed up in the Miss America several years ago, right? Yeah, and he it did. didn't derail his career at all. Not at all. He, he's bigger than ever. I, I don't get it. He's got a talk show. He's all over the place. Yeah, good what for him, man. He's highly successful. But I'm like you. I don't like this. Like even when I was watching the Grammys. I get that it's time to move it along, and when it comes to the acceptance speeches and things like that, yeah. but sometimes these people, they're into some heavy stuff. They're explaining something. They're like, you know, I was, uh, 
I was about to give up on life, and then the music starts playing, right. and they're like, all right, cool, yeah, you won. Like, right. I'd there move on. Like, right. I don't know got why to... we're so obsessed with time. You know, uh, there are times I, where you got to let it breathe. Let it go. You're right. Yeah. Iowa Sam's got a correction here for us. Yes, it was Bring actually it. 1989 when the Oscars did not have a host. And they said, according to... Were you of this earth by then? Yes, I was three years old, but I do not (laughs) consciously remember the Oscars. Uh, They said it was the worst, according to this article in Marie Claire, which I think is a magazine, they said it was the worst Oscars ever. People died, careers were ruined, and Corey Feldman was involved. That was the tagline on this article. So I guess it may not be great to have uh, hostless Oscars, but we'll see. Well, we'll yeah, I don't like I was, it, man. I was, and I like Kevin host. Hart. I, I love Kevin Hart. Actually, I would have loved to have seen him being the host. And I'm glad that you know I, I'm not happy that they went back and looked at the at the tweets that he did years ago. However, uh, the fact is, I think they came back and asked him to do it again, and then he said, "No, to hell with you. I ain't doing it." So that's good. I mean, you know, it's good for him, but it's bad for everybody else because Kevin Hart's a funny guy, and I enjoy him, but. We'll see what oh, happens. it'd be much better with him hosting no versus about that. no host. I, I don't know how you, you couldn't get someone last second. Just throw something together. There are plenty of talented people that could pull it off at the last minute. I would think. I think yeah. people are afraid in this politically correct society. They're afraid to basically say anything. I mean, you're going to see right now uh, not, not many uh, discussions on politics, Trump, whatever it might be. Uh, they're just staying away from that. You, you can't win. You can't win doing that. You could ruin a career with one word. You really can. But you, you don't have to go there. I know. You can but they crack do. tons of jokes without even approaching anything like that. Tell that you know? to late night TV guys. I mean, okay, Stephen Colbert lives off that. You can't, you can't that. have a 10-minute monologue cracking jokes when it comes to the Oscars and all these movies. There are plenty of directions you can go where you're not risking anything. I agree I don't with buy you. that. I agree yeah. with you, but you know what? You, Jimmy Fallon and uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, they make a living off Trump on a nightly basis. That's what they do. That's what it's all about in our country today. You know, poke fun of the bear, and they're doing it pretty good. i tell you what else is going on pretty good now. The Pits- we, we touched on this early on, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to go back to the Steelers for a second because they are the version of the NFL's Kardashian family. Real- they really are. They're terrible. They're so screwed up now, it's not even funny. You hit on it. You said, like, they're the modern-day Cincinnati Bengals. They are. Antonio Brown, Big Ben, now Le'Veon Bell. And we said, who's at fault? And you said management. You said Tomlin, the coach. Uh, look, the Steelers said they're not going to tag Le'Veon Bell, and he's celebrating. And this would really tick me off. The Steelers are going to let him test free agency, and Bell went on Twitter the other day, and he wrote this. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty I'm free at last. Let me just explain this, and I'll let you have your say. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be dragging no, on fine. But Martin Luther King delivered his I Have a Dream speech from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. He spoke of the injustice endured for centuries by African Americans and the importance of not seeking to, quote, satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Amazing that he could even go stoop so low to quote the great late Martin Luther King. And I think for that alone, he should be suspended. It's poor remarks and real poor taste. You're going for a suspension on this, yes, huh? Yes. I I, I, hurt I, I don't think quick. it goes that far. Like it was stupid. I, I don't enjoy the tweet because of the context. What Martin Luther King Jr. was applying it to versus right. what Le'Veon Bell is applying it to. It's just I know it was an attempt at humor. He was trying to say something that was witty and light, didn't but that, that isn't light at all. 
when yeah, MLK is applying it to the struggles of black people in this country. And like, that's just, it's a bad look. It was a dumb tweet. I don't think it rises to the level where he should be suspended. I don't think it cast like this horrible, uh, like cast the NFL in this horrible light. It was just a dumb tweet. I will go this far. And this is going to raise some eyebrows. I think that tweet is worse than Robert Kraft going to a hooker. How's that? No, How's that? I, I do. I, I, I mean, it's don't. a bad look for both. It's a real bad look for both. And it's a bad look for Robert Kraft when we went it's down that road before. It's not a misdemeanor to tweet something stupid. I, I, I didn't say that. I just say it's a bad look. And I think, to me, it's a, it's, it's a worse look for Le'Veon Bell. He should have known better. Kraft should have known better, too. 77-year-old man. It's pitiful. It really is. It's disgusting what he did. They're both bad. I, I'm trying to weigh each one, but I, the, the Martin Luther King thing, I mean, the, in, in the context of Le'Veon Bell's personal life, I mean, come on, that really stinks. There's no way that Le'Veon Bell is going to get suspended for six games and find a million dollars for that tweet, okay? Robert Kraft most likely will be for visiting the Orchids of Asia twice, okay? <laughs> like, it's, it's absolutely Robert Kraft in this one. Well... You know, we'll see what happens there. And you're right. The Kraft is going to get suspended. He's going to get fined. But, you know, I'm not looking at the punishment factor. I'm just saying in my own heart of hearts, which I think is worse. And for him to kind of quote Martin Luther King for his own personal glory, so to speak, you know, for money. It's, it's so it's so obtuse. It, it's disgusting. It really is. It just it hurt me. It, it really hurt me to the quick that you would bring Martin Luther King in for your own personal gain. Wow. That's low. And I, I, you know what? I didn't see any pushback on this. I didn't see any, any there was columns. Some, it just wasn't uh, a big story. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought it should have been bigger than that. I really did. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something wrong with me. And maybe tell me. I mean, I want the, the guys here, you know, Vince and, and Iowa Sam and Ralph and you. Tell me, maybe there's something wrong with me that this really, like, stabbed me when I read this. How could you do this, Le'Veon Bell? To quote Martin Luther King, and, and I guess I'm alone. I'm swimming upstream on this because I didn't see any columns written about it. I didn't hear any commentators on this. Nothing. It just went like, boom, that's it. I mean, I'm with you. I get it. But it's like... I don't know what else you want me to add to that. Know, it's, it was a dumb tweet. Yeah. Yeah. On with life, you know? Right. Poor remarks. I know that. But And also, I did hear that the fact that he didn't play this past year sitting out for more guilt is the fact that he gained weight. He's about 280 now, they say. No, there's no way he's 280. They were talking about him maybe being 260, uh, and even there's pushback on that. But it's just... So what happens, like LeBron was rolling his eyes the other day because when he missed 17 games because of the groin injury, right? Um, you had Brian Windhorst uh, report that he was up to 280 and LeBron was rolling that was his Brian eyes. Win- like, that was yeah, Brian no, Windhorst. to 280, right? Like, so it, it happens. It's embellished. I think that Le'Veon put on some pounds, but I don't know that he got all the way up to 260. That was and even if he did, phrase. who cares? He's going to lose that weight. He's going to be in shape. It's not like he's going to yeah. be that weight when the season rolls around. Right. Well, but uh, Vinny, Vinny got something here on this, right, Vin? Well, it was more about the tweet. I do. It is offensive in some ways Thank to you. take that out of context. But I think the reason why nobody was writing about it is I think we're just in Steelers fatigue right now. Could be. It's just been Everything in the offseason yeah. has been Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Steelers, Ben Roth, like everything. So I think people are just kind of like, all right, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, this was a dumb tweet, but I'm not going to write about it. Because really, like Brian said, he can't be punished for it. 
He just has to realize that he made a stupid comment. Yeah, or a comparison. And, and you know, you, you're right. Both you guys are right that he can't be punished for it. I like what you said. I like your take on that, Vin, the fact that, you know, we, we've seen enough of it. I've had it up to here already on Steeler Talk. But and the shame of it is Boring. that he can't be punished <laughs> for it. That's the shame of it. He could I mean, be. Like, that's the thing. Like, as soon as he comes back in the NFL, let's say that he's, he tweeted something just way out there. Just right. something that was completely above and beyond not even close to the line of decency, right? Like the NFL would take action against that. He would be suspended for a handful of games if he did something to that degree. This just, it doesn't rise to that level. It was dumb. It was a stupid joke. It was a poor attempt at humor. And, and that's all you know it what? is. You're right, but the person he used as the as the centerpiece for that joke, Martin Luther King, he's, he's the Reverend Martin Luther King. I understand jokes. I understand stupid jokes and bad jokes, but... To, to quote Martin Luther King, that that's what really irked me. And you know what? Now I'm stretching it a little bit as well. But to punish Tom Brady several years ago to, to miss four games because of air in a football, and I know it's game-related. I know it's game-related. But And, and nothing's going to happen here with Martin Luther King being quoted. That, to me, is kind of like apples and oranges, I know, but something should have been done. Something should be done here. That's all I'm saying. I disagree. I don't think it rises to that level. It was a stupid tweet. And Very like stupid. we agree, it's not game related. It doesn't affect the game of football. It's just the perception of it. But why would the NFL overreact in your own words when there hasn't been much reaction? Right? Well, I, like why why would they go and punish him if people aren't really paying it any attention? How does that reflect so so poorly upon the NFL if people are yawning while he's saying something stupid yeah. or tweeting I, something? And I was stupid? hoping there'd be some pushback maybe from the family of Martin Luther King. I thought they would say something like but then I didn't see anything there on Twitter or anything else. So, you know, like you say, ho-hum, let it go, stupid, it's over their head and it's over and bury it. And maybe it's worth it not putting more logs on the fire. Maybe that's the, that's the key. Just let it go. It was said, it was said in bad taste, and we move on. Brian, no, Andy Furman, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe I'm wrong, and if I am, I'll be more than happy to say, yes, I'm wrong. I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. I don't know. Get us on Twitter. I'll read the tweets. I will. At The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Bottom of the hour, that would be 830 on the East Coast. we got the Sheik with us. Who is he? Alex Marvin. Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Follow that by my guy, Brian No and No's Picks. But don't look now. But this coach is headed for the sophomore jinx. That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? 
And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This is a killer. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. We're proudly brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member. And Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com forward slash match limitations apply. Bottom hey, of the Andy, hour. I got something real quick for you. Yes. Yes. I've been scrolling through this. I'm looking at uh, uh, what's trending on Twitter. Yeah. And there's a hashtag. I don't understand people who. And then you just fill it in with whatever you'd like. There's one person on here that says, I don't understand people who like bugles. He's got a picture of delicious bugles. That is outrageous to me. Are you... I Are like you up bugles. or down on bugles? I'm Andy? up. I like bugles. I don't. How can you be down on bugles? I mean, I, I you know, you really have to go search to to even bring that into play. I mean, I don't eat bugles on a daily basis, but when I do have a bugle, I sort of enjoy them. 
Oh, gosh. Come on. I question your general intelligence if you're down on bugles. But you don't eat bugles on a daily. It's not part of your daily regiment, is it? Not part of no, your it's diet. not daily. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I don't have bugles like once a day, but yeah, occasionally. If you thumb your nose up at bugles 365 days a year, I'm like you, and I don't want to know you. I don't know you, really. Forget it. I do not want to know you. And as a matter of fact, I would suggest that if you're going to a an Oscar party, and I'm sure there's some Oscar parties tonight, like they have Super Bowl parties, there will be bugles served at the Oscar parties. I get you're That's right. Fine to eat. Yep. Some of those parties will have bugles. Yes. That are up for grabs. You know. Right. Put it on your plate for sure. That's and a it, great. That's a. You know, I haven't seen that as much at Super Bowl parties. That'd be a great Super Bowl snack. Some bugles. Well, maybe they're too expensive. I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't Snoop- think that's it. <laughs> Super Bowl snacks are usually cheap, but uh, bugles are right there. I mean, you know, they're right up there. I don't think they're up there with potato chips. What, do, and pretzels what, what can and you peanuts. not understand? Uh, putting you on the spot, Andy. There are a million yeah. things. If you were to fill in the hashtag, I don't understand people who. What would that be at the, the end of it? I don't understand people who just bitch on a daily basis about their job, their life, their family, everything. Life is great. It really, and people are going to say, well, that's you, Furman. That's a new deal. No, I'm, I'm a critic. I'm a critic. I, I criticize things and I try to make life better. But life as a whole, I thank God every day that I could walk and, and face, face everyone. I mean, I, I love getting up and starting a new day. So I don't understand what's, what's the problem. You hate your job. You hate your boss. You hate this, uh, the grumpiness. I just hate people who every single day, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Uh, you know, I, I may come across that way, but, you know, I, I, I like <laughs> Sports, but I, I feel like I could make it better through conversations with you. That's what we do here. Gotcha. I'll say one real quick one. I don't understand people who tailgate. I don't get that. You're driving and someone's just on your bumper. You're not getting there any faster, especially when there's traffic, yeah. when it's like heavy traffic and someone is just right on your tail. Makes no sense, man. I hate that. Don't understand it. I, I don't get it either. I really don't. I, those and are also, the same people that dislike bugles. I mean, I, honestly, that's what's going and on. And then when they pass you on the highway, they give you their one finger salute, which I don't get at all. I, <laughs> By I the way, but real fast, real fast. We were talking. I was talking to Iowa Sam in the break. Yeah. Yeah. His stink eye game is on point. Boy, I was rattling off a few of these. I don't understand people who some of the tweets, some of the better ones. Yeah. And I was asking Iowa because he's got some pet peeves and he was going through a few stories. And he gives some stank eye. He has the market cornered on stank eye. Can't believe that. You got it in this town. Listen, LA's <laughs> built on stink eye. <laughs> everybody hates everybody. Well, you got to give a good true. leer. Really? He, um, King there leer. Was one about, uh, sorry, Andy, I won't <laughs> waste any more time, but the That's last okay. one, there's, uh, there was uh, Mick, and she tweeted, she doesn't understand people who don't return shopping carts to the right area. And so Iowa Sam was telling me there was a story where uh, some lady left a shopping cart, you know, not where it should have been. In the and Iowa lot. Sam was returning it to the right area while giving stank eye. I love, I that. love that. I had my yeah. head turned the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Stared her down. You get a star for that. A star <laughs> for that. And that's true. I mean, I, are people that lazy? You go to the grocery store and they leave those parking and they leave right that in the parking bad. lot. And then people yeah. back into it with their cars. I just, it's bad. It's a bad thing. It really is. How Sometimes lazy I can feel you guilty be? putting it in the right area. Sometimes I'll take it all the way back to where I initially got it. But I'll never leave it like <laughs> in some like bushes or something 
keeled over. Like I would never do that. It's lame. I see people leaving in parking spots where you can't even pull your car in there because the the wagons there, the the, the shopping cart is right there. It's amazing. It really is. Jerkers. I am not going to complain anymore today, but I'll tell you who should be complaining is John Gruden. Now, last year, the coach of the Raiders, first year, went 4-12. and Get this, and we could check this with bottom of the hour with uh, Marvez. In 2019, this year, the Raiders will have the NFL's most difficult schedule based on standings of 2018. Raiders will be playing a total of seven games against teams that qualified for the playoffs last year. Chiefs twice, Chargers twice, Texans, Colts, and Bears, most in the NFL. John Gruden, go back to the booth. Go back to the booth. Yeah, like I don't get bent out of shape when it comes to this because there are always surprises when it comes to the NFL season. Right. So I would love to, and I, I, I didn't think about it until now, but I'll do it this year. Let's do an experiment, Andy. Okay. For every team where it's like, this is the hardest schedule. Let's see how it turns out at the end of the season. I love that. Right? I love it. This is the yeah. easiest schedule in the NFL. Let's see how it turns out at the end of the year. Because there I'm are surprises galore. I'm going to keep the list. They have Raiders the hardest, followed by Denver, Jacksonville, and Houston. And then, obviously, it looks like uh, the Washington Redskins have the easiest. And the Patriots are tied at 27th, simply because they, they won it all. So, Andy, basically, they get the— Here yeah. you go. I'll make you two guarantees. Go right guarantees ahead. Guarantees. The Raiders, at the end of the season, will no longer have the easiest, uh, the hardest schedule. And the— Redskins at the end of the season will no longer have the easiest schedule. Guaranteed. All right. Okay. Let's write that down. Let's write it down. We'll see. And you want to make I, uh, a, a wager? Who, who will have the hardest schedule? I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, let me, I'll, I'll crunch some, uh, I'm not going to do too much in this, but I'll give you like a, a guess uh, based on a couple of factors here before we end the show. How's that? Okay. Okay, that sounds good. The rate of strength of schedule for 2019 is percentage of 53.9%, which is ahead of the Broncos, who have the second most difficult schedule at 53.7%. Just saying. All right? Yeah, like, but, again, that's right before the season starts. Look right. at the Bears. You mentioned that the Raiders play the Bears this year. Look at what they've done. How right. big of a change from two years ago to last season, where they go from worst to first. That happens all the time in the NFL, and vice versa. So if right. you're talking about the Raiders, oh, look at their schedule. I guarantee that a handful of the teams that had good seasons last year suck to the high heavens this year. And this is just based on opponents' combined 2018 records. So right. Oakland's uh, and, playing. And the problem is this is the 2019 season, you know? Right. Like, no, no doubt. Yeah. And they're playing a, a combined record of 137, 117, and two of their teams that were played last year on this year's schedule. I, I get that. And you know, I have no idea what's going to be in the future. But hey, look, you look at the Bears, their record right now, and they're tied for fifth as far as difficult schedule, 131, 121, and four. You look, there's so many factors that go into this. Turnarounds, free agency, draft, injuries. It's just crazy. It really is. But it's good fodder. And it keeps the NFL in the news. That's for sure. It really does. Brian No, Andy Furman, you won't believe which quarterback may be out of work. And the Sheik, Alex Marvez tells you next. But first, to our guy, our Sheik, Ralph Urban for the latest. Thank you very much, Andy. And we start with the NBA, where James Harden sat out Saturday night with the flu. And Houston had to face on the Golden State Warriors. They responded with a 15-0 lead to start the game. They did lose that lead, but they did hold on to beat the Warriors. 118-112. Eight Rockets played. Five scored in double figures in the win. 
Utah got 25 points each from Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio. And the Jazz handed Dallas their fourth straight loss, 125-109. Portland a winner at Philadelphia, 130-115. Both teams currently sitting at number four in their respective conferences. Zach Levine scored 42 points. Laurie Markinen added 35. And the Bulls surprised Boston, 126-119. Chris Middleton with 28 points. Giannis in 27. And Milwaukee outscored Minnesota, 140-128. The Bucks. They are still your top team in the Eastern Conference. A game and a half up on Toronto. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the top 25 scoreboard, wins for number one, Duke, number two, Gonzaga, number three, Virginia, and number four, Kentucky. Number five, Tennessee, not so lucky. They fell on the road in overtime at LSU, 82-80. to We'll be back to Andy and Brian in 10 seconds, but first, let's get a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now let's get back to Andy Furman and Brian No with Alex Marvez. Thank you, Ralph. Have a great day. Thanks for all you do for us. Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And Nose Picks coming up in about 10 minutes. But right now, we go to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. The Sheik himself, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider with Brian No and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Having a great morning. So great to be with you guys again. Good thing there's nothing to talk about in the NFL, right? Oh, there's always uh, something to talk about. You know, <laughs> let's talk about, and I hate to bring it up again, but like the Robert Krebs situation. Down the road, what are you looking at? Maybe like a million-dollar fine and six-game suspension? Uh, actually, um, the, under the NFL rules, he can only be fined half a million dollars. So a $500,000 fine maximum, uh, which is, you know, for a man who's worth $6.6 billion reportedly, uh, probably a change in his couch. Uh, you know, that you'd be looking for. Uh, and, uh, you know, on top of that, yeah, I would figure the six-game suspension, which probably hurts Robert Kraft more because, you know, I mean, there's certain things that are that are there in life, right, in the Belichick-Brady era. Both of those guys pretty much on the field all the time. Uh, death taxes and Robert Kraft sitting up in his luxury box, usually entertaining celebrities. I mean, this is what brings him joy in life, are the New England Patriots. And he has other businesses, but at 77, uh, this is how, you know, this is his passion. And, yeah, I mean, that's going to be taken away from him. I'm sure for six games, you know, provided he is found indeed a guilty or pleads no contest to these charges. And, you know, and Kraft, I don't know if he helps himself by putting out a statement through a spokesman saying that, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I totally deny these charges. If you're on videotape, I'm not sure how many other 77-year-olds, uh, you know, sneaker-wearing, suit-wearing type guys are, you know, that you're going to mistake him with. But nonetheless, that is, uh, you know, the, the Kraft camp purview. But, you know, and, and see, I think that just makes it worse, right, because if ultimately he does plead to something, then the credibility of Robert Kraft gets threatened. And, you know, you're talking about a team that's had its credibility issues as well. Spygate, Deflategate, et cetera, all coming from up top and Robert Kraft and his defenses of things. Let's not forget, too, that, that Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots initially hired a lawyer who threw out all sorts of conspiracy theories uh, on the team's website about the Deflategate issue when it first began. So this one's going to be interesting to see how, how Robert Kraft handles all this and ultimately how it does affect his legacy. I mean, guys, I talked about this yesterday with, with Hartman and Swisher on Fox Sports Radio. I, I think he's nuclear right now as far as the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And if they said in 20 
in, in 2019, that Robert Kraft was up for Pro Football Hall of Fame induction, much like Jerry Jones was, yeah, I think people are voting him in, right? I mean, six Super Bowl titles and, and right. you know, in nine appearances with Brady and Belichick, an appearance before in Super Bowl 31 when he was owner of this team, and obviously the you know the, the winning has just been incredible. But I think at this point, no. I mean, you had Dick Robert Kraft, and you know, listen, I hate to say it, but is is this going to be the type of thing that you know by the time he's in his 80s, can, can he be elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I mean, it's it's crazy. Is he going to be alive to see this honor? Because again, you know, you, you talk about staining the shield, and this is something that did just that. Yeah, it's a bad look. How did it differ with Jerry Richardson, the former owner of the Carolina Panthers, where wasn't he fined $2.7 million? Uh, well, his situation is different because he was that was an internal matter with employees of the Carolina Panthers. So that mm-hmm. is a that is a very significant difference. That isn't necessarily a personal conduct policy violation, but a violation of work uh, workplace rights and things like that. And remember, gotcha, he settled yeah. lawsuits and had non disclosures, and that that's what separates uh, this from that. I mean, you know, there, there were you know people saying that Jerry Richardson had you know used racial epitaphs uh, toward mm-hmm. them, and and you know the, the sexual harassment component of all this, and that's when the the process was accelerated on, on Jerry Richardson selling the team, and he probably couldn't have sold it to someone who was more diametrically different in politics and their approach toward the game than David Tepper, a, a guy right. who signed Eric Reed and gave him a long-term contract extension. And I think as the years go by, while Jerry Richardson will always be part of the Carolina Panthers franchise, you're going to continue to see him minimized. I just feel like you're going to see potentially the team pull out of Wolford, which was Jerry Richardson's alma mater. There's a giant statue of Jerry Richardson, you know, that overlooks the practice field of the college team. And, you know, his, he was just omnipresent. You walk into the, one of the ballrooms and there's a giant photo of Jerry Richardson from his playoff days. I think he's separating himself from all of that as time goes on. But that's the difference between Richardson right. and Kraft. And, and Bob's not going to be under pressure to sell the team. But, but I'm just asking for this reason where – there's nothing that the NFL could do if they wanted to find Robert Kraft more. It, like it no, doesn't not, go beyond no. the personal conduct. No, I, it's really a personal conduct policy violation. Getting arrested. I mean, it's embarrassing. Listen, what, what happened with Jim Irsay was embarrassing as well, right? I mean, driving right. around, you know, whacked on pills at two thirty <laughs> in the morning. I mean, you know, and his affiliation <laughs> with with some, you know the, the addiction issues and all that, and and he only got hit with five hundred thousand dollars. So that that's it. And you know, the, the question, you know, what, what's an interesting one, Brian? And I don't expect this to be the case because I don't expect the NFL to mix apples and oranges. But one could say, well, when you look at the Patriots, you know, you cheated with the Flategate. You cheated with Spygate. Do we now take away another draft pick uh, from you no. as part of this punishment? I don't no. think that's going to be the case. No. I think they'll keep all of that separate uh, when it comes to the New England Patriots. Alex Marvez, I don't know general manager Kevin Colbert of the Pittsburgh Steelers from Adam, but I'm going to say right here and now that he's a clown. He defends his quarterback. Now he throws his wide receiver Antonio Brown under the bus, saying that the 28 teams have shown no interest in the NFL's leading receiver over the last five years. This guy is a clown. Would you like him to lie? Oh, come on. Would you like him to lie? Would you like him to say... Or would you just like not like him to name teams in general? Just say we've had interest, but yes, not go down the, yes. the road with the team. And I don't you know? like the, what he did. They tell that Ben Roethlisberger could do whatever he wants to do. That put players under the bus. Wrong. 
You know, well, that's and listen, it may be proven that this. Look, first off, it, it draws some very clear lines on the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? right? You're either with Ben or you're against him, and if you're against him, don't expect to be around the Steelers very long. And they have hitched, as Mike Brown might say, their ox cart uh, to, uh, to to Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger. He's their guy, you know. Right. That's it, and and they're going to say he's their team leader, and for better or for worse. And sometimes it is for worse because Ben uh, doesn't have the best optics when it comes to you know being smart with the way he uses his words and how he. he he works sometimes with some people, and clearly his frustration with Antonio Brown manifested itself, according to Jerry Dulock of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, in Week 17 when Antonio ran the wrong route in practice. And Ben wanted to run the play again, and Antonio Brown chafed, and they got into a verbal confrontation, and Antonio ended up leaving the practice field. That was, you know, that was it. And you know, so uh, you know, when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger, and, and I've talked to Ron Cook of the Post Gazette about this. He, he does a show, radio show with Ben every week on ninety three seven in Pittsburgh, and you know, he said, look, Ben himself admits he, he would admit that he, he probably crossed the line a little bit, calling out James Washington the way that he did, making some things public that should stay private. And, and I think that's a concern with players if you have a beef with Ben Roethlisberger? Is he going to be talking about it on the air? You know, right. I mean, so, you know, Ben needs to do some growing up, too. But they've been saying that about Ben Ben Roethlisberger forever. And listen, I'm not saying this is a formula for winning because the Steelers have become all about drama, right, rather than football. And it didn't manifest itself in in win-loss record in 2017, but it definitely affected this team in 2018. You know, when Antonio Brown doesn't show up for your final game, I mean, you know, that'll tell you what was happening during the season. Was he really all in on practice and things like that? But still, the guy had 104 catches. He had 15 touchdowns. He's still a great player. I just think that he's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And I'll tell you this, too. He's got an appearance coming up on The Shop with Maverick Carter, uh, LeBron James, his agent, and LeBron himself on HBO. If you're an NFL team, you can't even begin to agree to trade parameters until you hear what this guy has to say. Right, Is he going to to continue to poison the well? I mean, he's he's his own worst enemy when it comes to trade fodder. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and he was taking those Facebook pictures, too, in the locker room several years ago. Remember that? Oh, he was straight. Listen, he was streaming, you know, Mike Tomlin's post-game locker room speech, which was supposed to rain private, and he was streaming it for Facebook because he got a sponsorship deal. And so he was he was putting what was supposed to remain a team matter out there. But I mean, it's a number of things, you know, off the field, some some domestic violence related things that you know, and police being called out. And of course, you know, he has not been charged with anything, but just the fact police are coming out. What what's going on in Antonio Brown's life? You know, accusations. He's throwing furniture off his balcony. Uh, you know, lawn furniture. Or patio furniture, whatever, back last April. You know, 100-mile-an-hour speeding ticket uh, in Pittsburgh in a 45. I mean, what what are you doing, man? I mean, that's that's the thing. And, you know, then talk about guaranteed money. If you trade for Antonio Brown, is he going to play under the current contract he has? Is he going to be, you know, disrupting your team? Oh, and by the way, how does your quarterback handle Antonio Brown? He couldn't get along with Ben Roethlisberger, and this has been going on for years. Is he, if you have a young quarterback who's just not really established in this league, is, is Antonio Brown going to bully him into trying to throw to him more? Does that disrupt the flow of the offense? I'm not saying he's not a great player. And listen, he's going to make a team better. And maybe Antonio, you know, will, you know, tone down some of his rhetoric as time goes on. But this is a lot for a team to digest, considering what the Steelers are asking for him. And I do believe it's a high pick for right now. All right, Alex, we're low on time. So 43 and a half seconds, which Ah. is the total in the San Antonio Commanders versus San Diego Fleet (laughs) AAF game today. Um, free agency is right around the corner and I've been reading up on a lot of these players and I noticed a trend where it'll be like this player's missed 14 games the last three seasons or it's always put like that where it's almost automatically a bad thing do teams look at the positives depending on the injury let's say a guy missed half a season due to a broken ankle 
but it's not something that's really going to affect his play going forward. Depending on the player's position and saving the wear and tear and those sorts of things, do they ever look at it as a positive where players have missed time due to injury, depending on the specific injury that they missed time for? I don't know if it's a positive, but it's less wear and tear on the body. I mean, you know, there's that. And listen, it doesn't even have to be like a broken ankle situation. How about Quan Alexander and Ron Darby? Both of these guys, the Bucks linebacker, the Eagles cornerback, are coming off a torn ACL, suffered, you know, in October and November, respectively. And they're still going to get paid because teams are going to bank on them making a full recovery. And just the free agent market is so thin compared to what it used to be. The best players rarely hit the free agent marketplace, right? I mean, we're talking Le'Veon Bell this year. I mean, he's the big name, but by the time the franchise tag season is all said and done who are we really excited about your man Nick Foles at quarterback he'll probably lead the way there and Le'Veon Bell but how many elite level players are really hitting the market they're not teams overspend because some of them have just done such a poor job drafting or they've gutted their roster they got to make that decision I thought 43 and a half was the over under on whether the Alliance of American football be around next week I I didn't know (laughs) you're the man Alex Marvez it's about football it's about Alex Marvez get him on Twitter at Alex Marvez as always, or, or the bank day. account. Maybe it was the bank account, 43 yeah. and a half. I, yeah, there you go. We'll see we'll you next week, We'll do it from the combine next week, gentlemen. We'll do it from the combine next week. Thank you so much, There we Marvel go. Marvel. Thank you so much. There you go, Alex Marvez. By the way, he's Brian. Brian, no, I can't even say it anymore. I'm laughing so hard. Who? I really am. But that's right, Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman. You better watch out what you drink. I'll tell you all about that next. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Nose picks coming right up about 10 minutes before the top of the hour. And at the top of the hour, 9 o'clock Eastern, Mike Harmon and Bill Plasky follow us. Get them on Sirius XM Channel 83, iHeartRadio on their app, and many of these same Fox Plus Radio affiliates. And before we get to nose picks, I got some great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. But now, my guy, Brian O., and those picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. Andy Furman, I hope people listened closely to my picks last week because I was three and oh no, baby. That's three and why oh just no. cashing in. You know I am, Mr. AAF. I don't miss on the AAF. Last week was no exception. I took the San Diego fleet to cover. They did. Got a field goal in the last minute to cover the spread. I took the Bonnies. Remember that? The Bonnies yeah, rolled did. over right. George Mason. And I took the over in the NBA All-Star game. And that was an easy win. So 3-0, and looking to continue the trend. I'm going back to the AAF. Going back to the well. The San Antonio Commanders. They're getting three points at the San Diego fleet today. You don't give the San Antonio Commanders three points and get away with it. Dogs are barking. Take the commanders. That's right. I'm going to stick with the dogs. The Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. They're on the road against NC State today. The Deeks are getting 15? Take 15, it, baby. Take, Andy it. Firm. take it, take it. Take the 15. The Demon Deacons rise up to the point where they only lose by at least 14, right? So take the, the dogs right there. I'm going to go with one favorite, though. I'm doubling down. This was in bottom barrel betting. I'm going with the Nuggets. 
The current line is eight and a half. So I'm going with the Nugs to cover that against Clippers. the Clippers. There you yeah, go. Yeah. There you, what well, do you think of those picks, Andy? You good with that? I worry about the Clips. I just I just worry about that a little bit. Other than that, uh, you're on a roll. I'm not going to okay. you know tell you what to do. You're on a roll, man. You really are. Undefeated when it comes to the AAF. I'm looking yeah, to keep man. that streak going. But it's that time of the show, Andy. Time to go Thank your you. own way. Where are you uh, taking I us will. today? By the way, be wary if you drink beer. Just be real careful if you drink beer. Because a professional reptile handler was called to a neighborhood in India where locals found a cobra with its head trapped in a beer can. A video filmed at the scene shows this guy cutting through the beer can with a knife and using a glove to distract the venomous cobra. How do you like that? So if you're drinking beer, watch what's in the can. Go ahead, my friend. Wow, that's crazy right there. All right, I'm going to take you to uh, a story involving Chad Johnson, former NFL wide receiver. Ocho. This is a cool story. So he just randomly a couple of days ago tweeted, how's everyone's Friday going so far? And there was a another Twitter user, Chris, that put facing eviction, but it's Friday, so, and he just had an emoji of just like a, Shoulder shrug. Right. Chad Johnson said, eviction, show me the notice. I'll take care of it. So Chris tweeted a picture of his PayPal balance that had $1,500 in it. And he said, I owe this man my life. <laughs> Talking about Chad Johnson. And Chad replied, tell your landlord next time we fall behind on rent to play me in FIFA for the balance. So props to Chad Johnson. Giving 1500 bucks. That's awesome. That's you really cool. He- and I knew him when he came to Cincinnati and played for the Bengals. He used to go to movie theaters and just throw out $100 bills to kids. He doesn't run short on funds because that's awesome what he's doing. Real quickly, Andy, talking yes. about the toughest schedule. Remember from the NFL? Yeah. I scoured it. I'm looking at the Houston Texans. They got a tough path, tough division. They play the NFC South. I'm going in the AFC West. Give me the Texans. All right. See you next week. Have a great day. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 